0: I wouldn't like to try that out one day. Tampon, vodka tampons? Yeah. It's hit craze. Or doing shots in your eye? Schoolies. Is, wait, have you guys been following that? <laughs> <You're not laughs> following that? Yeah, on Instagram. Oh, God. It's, is it, look, is hashtag it just, schoolies. Is just people just, like, jack each other off. Uh, why would you want to see that? <laughs> I mean, if you do, that's fine, but... <laughs> well, it's just the chaos of it all. I always appreciate that. As soon as there's chaos, someone just jacks it off. <laughs> no, someone jacks that, off I someone get in touch else. With apparent. the youth of today, like how are they using this technology? to Just go nuts by posting pictures of their dicks. Yeah, probably. Oh, That's how you know it's a crazy party when someone gets their dick down out. Down. Really? Yeah. Remember, we used to talk about that. It's right, going to be my question of the week. I've already put one in for you, Fred, because yeah, I knew saw you that, that one. With forget you. it. What was it of the week? I can't even remember what I put in for you. What is the sexiest type of science? Yeah. Good question. Signs of the butt. <laughs> the outside of the butt. Are you recording? <laughs> I'm not allowed to answer yeah. the question. Fred of the week. Just yeah. said the sexiest signs is signs of the butt. <laughs> outside the outside butt. Signs of outside of the butt. Signs <laughs> of the inside of the butts probably. I wouldn't. Fred, now test. Fred, speak. Hello. <laughs> Okay, hello, and welcome to Fangin Around. This is episode thirty. Wow, we made it to the three O's. It's almost like our life. Three O. Uh, three o. Recording this on the nineteenth of november 2012 i'm james and i'm joined to my left uh campbell and across from me fred secret last name we're all in the shed today fred in the shed fred um, in the shed fred what you doing here we've got some shed? housekeeping oh do, we? do you want me to cross yes. those cardboard boxes <laughs> uh it's gonna take a you while can now find Fang around on stitcher oh is that as good as pitcher it's like a cable news network for uh um, for podcasts. Did we get um, picked up? Do we have a deal? No, I just submitted it and they're no. like, yeah, okay. Um, But it's kind of like, you know how like podcasts you sort of have to download all your episodes and then go... Which out. is bullshit. Yeah, this sort of creates a virtual radio station just for you. So you just pick out your favourite stations and it creates a, a radio station which you can just stream anywhere on your phone. Um, just That's entirely made up of your favourite podcast. So now if your favourite podcast is Fang Around, you can put that... Which the studio, of course the it is yeah, if you're listening to sure. Ryan and Zoe... And Ryan. And Ryan. Well, I was gonna say it once and both of them. And Robert. Robert. Our five bit. bands. Well, you know, the the five ones we know by oh, name. And all, the, all of South Korea, of course. Well, yeah, but those are the ones we know by name. If you're a fan and you haven't been in contact, get in contact and yeah. next time we'll include you in our role. Find the listener fans. mail page on fangaround.com. There's millions of options. You can, you can tweet can us. To us. You can pitch a tent. You can yeah. stitch us up. You can Facebook us Facebook us. Sound us. Tweet us. Um, speaking of which no, I we, sh- we have a YouTube page at youtube.com dot slash fangaround yeah, and can. I posted a video of that left handed ad We didn't with our cut. commentary on top. Why didn't you do the final cut? Well I didn't have, have any up. actors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but oh, what? How but I did I did sync it up to the video waking. so you can see the concept. You don't have a left it hand didn't
0: make sense. to just do the shot. No, right. yeah, you've got a left hand, you've got a dick, you've got a camera. Just <laughs> How hard is this? Go on chat roulette for five minutes. Yeah, no, sorry sure. mate, can you do it left handed? <laughs> <laughs> or just mirror it. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to worry. As long as he's not using his foot, it'll be fine. <laughs> um, I was pretty impressed with how you synced what your description of the mm. video of the video yeah. it syncs pretty perfectly oh, yeah. with yeah, the Yeah, so in a way it is a because 'cause I've synced it all up. I create my own version. Yeah, but where's it was like Mitch the- and Match. Well it was like you did a director's commentary, really. Of an ad. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah, I liked it. Um, With your vision. You should pitch it to (laughs) the network, to the... If I just send that video now. Yeah, pitch it to them, see what they say. Um, Or just make the cut and just send it back out into the world, I think. That should be our first, like, product as the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) But I think, like, I think to promote Fangman, we've got to make some viral videos. That can be like Sweeting, except... Just yeah. add a wank <laughs> just, it. At the end of the thing, you so just, have we should just we should recreate our favourite ads on the with what the Swedes some ads. Yeah. Oh look, I'm up for it. We'll that do that. Good. That Ronda and Katoot ad. Is that racist? That ad? How is that racist? Well, it's like putting out this negative stereotype of like unattractive middle aged redhead women going <laughs> over on holiday in Indonesia. You mean racist against white people? yeah no I you know with- I thought the Rhonda Kout ad was pretty funny, but I thought the one before that was a little bit offensive, which was that It was the one with the lady massaging her foot. Ah, uh, I thought that was kind of borderline. Yeah, but she's a stereotype, and they're stereotypes, so it cancels this other out. you reckon yeah, well, where does the privilege lay though, with Rhonda right Why uh, yeah, but she's mm. on holiday. Do you think there is going to be a third and like another ad? Oh, I heard it might get cancelled. It was a big controversy. Why? It was national news. Why? I don't know. I don't even know what it's about because I don't watch TV. So I don't even know these ads. It's pretty ads good. On. I've only heard about like the Ronda Cattut ones Facebook. are pretty good. There is yeah. chemistry between those two. It's undeniable. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And I think did they make? I, I think they made the two ads. Like yeah. the one where she's getting a foot rub, and the one where she, the kind of cute guy, uh, uh, you know, chats to her. They must have made those two, and then um, people loved it. Yeah, it had and like a Facebook made, page. Like, Roger yeah, could, foot sexual, up. yeah, sexual tension. So then they made another one. Well, they have got to keep this going. I mean, this could they could they could milk this for the next ten years. I reckon. Just yeah. keep, keep these ads going. People want to know what happens. <laughs> what was your favourite sort of racist ad? I remember <laughs> <it was> like. <laughs> I remember there was like this Peter's ice cream or something, and it was like set in Bali, and the guy was like, hey, Aussie. <laughs> Do you remember those ads? I always thought that was... I hope that would catch that on, like everyone brand? would walk around going, hey, Aussie, but it never did. There was that one where the, um, where there were, uh, it was for McDonald's, I think, and there were, maybe it was during the Olympics? No, yeah? there was one for KFC, and it was, they had the, um, the like Jamaican, not Jamaican, like the West Indies... Uh, supporters all eating KFC and they're all black, and then there's like two, there's two white people in the middle. I people called it racist because it's all like, oh, they're all black. Because I think some Americans saw the ad and they're like, "Oh, how racist are these Australians? With these like black people eating fried chicken." Oh. But maybe what they failed to understand was that they're supposed to be West Indian people yeah. who are all black. Or, or, but. Yeah, so there's this big outcry. Oh, uh, check the ad. What about the one where there were um, there was that. I think it, yeah, I think it was during the Olympics. I think it was when they were doing all their cultural burgers, McDonald's, and they had a the McGoss burger, and the American rappers were there, and they're like, "Yo, bro, there's wheat root in my boyger." Oh, yeah, about, that was pretty. Appealing. What about the just general oh. concept of the McAfrica? <laughs> Do right? you see that? Do you, sure. <laughs> you see that? Pretty sure. Do you see that McDonald's actually made a really good burger? Bullshit. That lamb burger. That lamb burger. Oh, I had that. It was horrible. Oh, no, it was amazing. Nah, it was I terrible. kept getting it, man, and it was actually looked like... It was the it, first burger I've had from fast food. It actually looked like it does on the ads. Like, it's all neat and tidy. Uh, it's like a sourdough bread. That It was like a lamb patty with, like, herbs and stuff I on it. It problem- had beetroot and um, the fresh egg. It was amazing. I think my problem is it just tasted like a burger I could make at home. Uh, okay. No, but... Uh, yeah, but... I wouldn't ever have McDonald's unless it was like an emergency, so that's what I like and I hate having to go to McDonald's because it's just they have the worst burgers ever mm. and to to turn up one day like I remember just having one I can't believe like if they're a midnight. burger company yeah, it's weird and uh because I think their burgers are their worst product like I even had one of their wraps once and they were nice um, Big Macs are pretty good. I've never been a big Mac fan. I Ooh. never got the point of them. Like they got a shred of lettuce, and that's so your salad. You guys to go for a salad? No, but you, well, I, want cafe, man, I want a burger. I want a burger that's got you know a bit of tomato, a bit of lettuce, you know, a bit of cucumber. You sound like a hungry Jacks man. <laughs> exactly. And this <laughs> burger—they actually made a burger that was better than hungry Jacks. Ooh, whoa. did they have the grill? And lines? I love the ads that they had. This um, Slam and Sam. What did oh, I'm, I'm over him. I'm done with Sam Kekovich. And I'm done with Australia's obsession with lamb. You're anti-lamb. You don't I'm anti-lamb. I'm, actually, yeah, I'm anti-lamb. Why? It's just lamb. But you know what? You know what's, no, mm. Oh, it's just a. It's just a. It is weird because I you know find what's it not tasteful. You know what's not that bad? Mutton. Mutton's a pretty good meat. Oh, it's not. What's horrible? You yeah. have to stew it for hours. No, you don't. Do uh, you we get have mutton in this day and age. Well, <laughs> my family of sheep farmers, oh, so we okay. get mutton, lamb chops, and they're way better. You're like big, it's like having a big steak, but it's, it's lamb, like super sized. They're way better than yeah, yeah, the lamb really chops really tough? No. I'd... What is beef tough? No, but yeah, I suppose usually mutton's old, like old sheep that have been sheared for a long time. Mm. Well, what do you think about veal? No problem with veal. See, <laughs> veal makes me turn my nose up as well. So you know, sometimes they abort cow fetuses uh, cow calves yeah, I saw, to kill them so that they never like do anything. I saw this Louis Thoreau where the guy had a bunch of aborted cow fetuses to feed to a pack of lions. Yeah, well that's what veal is. Well then don't drink is veal 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 a product of the dairy industry. You can't I have know. dairy and not have veal. Well look the thing is what veals? I'm completely no, not a Really young it's, it's male like cow. Really, really. really young. Look, it's like the lamb equivalent. Yeah, it? yeah. It's a cow yeah. lamb equivalent. But the thing is, you know, I am completely hypocritical because I do still tie into all of these mm. industries. And but you know, and I will eat lamb if I like. My my dad loves lamb, so he's cooking it like every opportunity he gets. And if I if my dad like says, but come does over he ever to have for it dinner. mutton? That's. I think I these know. people are just obsessed with the idea of lamb. because well, I think like, uh, the, mutton's got a bad stigma. They need to yeah. make a new catchphrase yeah. for know. it. Like, we need to rebrand mutton. Well, and now lamb's been branded as like Australia's meat. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Sam Kekovich. Oh, think about it. It's Australia like We're stolen it puss from puss the sparrer. Greeks. You know. Yeah. yeah. It used to be a bloody wog food. Yeah. Now, now the wogs know, are so that's Aussie. Not true. Yeah. It's people totally are always true. eating lamb. Like who? Just you know, since forever. No, you know it's Aussie. Kangaroo. Oh, I've yeah. ate a fair bit of kangaroo camps? now. It's um, Yams. you get you can get game kangaroo burgers from Woolworths, really cheap. Yeah. Like five dollars for four patties, and there's like zero fat in it. It's all goodness. Do they mm. taste nice? Yeah, I mean, the when burgers, you're cooking them, they oh yeah, I don't know. And you can always also get them if you don't like the taste. You can get the pre-marinated. They have pre-marinated mm, versions, the plum so they're one? already yeah. My housemates used to one. buy it's these good. massive one kilo bags of minced kangaroo. And I always used to double check because the English is second language and they do sell pet food, which yeah. is <laughs> a massive bag of bits of kangaroo. Yeah. Well, watch out. Um, I like kangaroo. Um, when it's cooking, It like with, uh, what is it, with kidneys or whatever, it, it does smell a bit like urine. Yeah, kangaroo does have weird smell. It does have a yeah, bit of a uriny smell. No, when it's not urany, it. It's just gamey. No, it is actually uriny. Mm. Like it's, yeah, yeah, I reckon it is. But um, I love it. Yeah, it like It's more than steak. Odor. Yeah. Um, also I would really I mean we talked about this on the Canadian podcast um, I would I've never had crocodile I always like to have some crocodile I, cro- had, I cro- had crocodile you, you, you can go heavy. to stone and get get a steak you can get a game platter have you been to stone i think it's called no. or lava i can't remember what it's called essentially you're places. cooking you know they bring out a a stone a lava of lava rock or whatever and it's hot and then you have all the meat cuts and then you cook them yourselves. On but, top of the stone. Mm. Okay. Which I think, God, how hasn't anyone hurt themselves? Like, surely we'll someone must have. But, you know, yeah, if you ever get sizzling beef at a Chinese restaurant, the same kind of date, everyone's like, has to stand back and go. Yeah. <sighs> well, anyway, you can get a game platter. It's got, like, boar, kangaroo, um, crocodile, emu, a mm. bit of each. But, you know, this is my hot tip. If you're out at a restaurant and there's a sizzling option, take it. Because every motherfucker in the restaurant's going to be jealous when that thing comes out. Because everyone stops and looks, Mm. you know? It's a showstopper. (laughs) Everyone, you can't help but look. Yeah. And everyone goes, oh, shit, I should have gotten that." (laughs) Have you guys ever been to the Mongolian restaurant in Leadable? I did when I was a kid. I want to go back, but everyone's like... I went there a few days ago. Was it any good? It wasn't bad. It was weird, though. I used to go there all the time as a kid, but... I don't think it's changed since you were there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I've never always wanted to go, but everyone's like, oh, why would you want to go there? You can go to all these fancy places in Lidl that are hip and cool. Uh, it has a charm. It's my favourite place to go is where I wanted to go on my birthday, but, uh, you know. Hut? No, Hurt. the Fibon... McGee's? Is Fibon McGee's the one in Lidlable? It's a bit racist, James. Is it? Why? Because it's an Irish pub. You think it's going to be called Fib oh, I think it is called McGee's. Yeah, but always getting mixed up, because we like the one in right? which is... <laughs> that's Rosie Brady's. Rosy- no, that's not Rosie O'Grady. Yes, it is. Not the one in Subiaco. Yeah. Oh, that's Paddy McClaw's. Or is that o- O'Connorhan's? Paddy McGuire's. Oh, uh, it's Paddy McGuire's. Oh. where's <laughs> so Rosie so I know Paddy Haddon's the one at the the Cass. Oh. Um, and O'Reilly's is the one on, in West Leederville on Cambridge Street. Mm. Dirty Nelly. Dirty Nelly. Here's another racist ad. Do you remember the one with um? Uh, Nathan Cavalieri playing the guitar it was a McDonald's ad oh yeah very cool Mr every Cavalieri every now and then I check back very to cool. see if he's dead because didn't he have some disease when he was a kid um, and like he started playing guitar to distract with the fact that he was had terminal cancer I don't know but you guys think about that ad quite a bit I don't know which ad you're talking about him being B.B. King right yeah, yeah. and B.B. B- King's like very cool Mr Cavalieri who's Mr very Cavalieri very cool Nathan Cavalieri he was this guitar playing Wonder Kid yeah uh. No. And he was in like he was in a bunch of like movies. He went to America because he's an Australian, and he was in a bunch of movies. And he went there, and um. And my sister loves this movie that he's in. Like it's like camp. This camp movie where these kids, um, I don't know what it's called. Um, camp nowhere or something. About these kids, they fake their campsite and get their parents to sign off. Oh, I'm going to this summer camp, but it's just, it's basically just this house in the woods, like the beach house, and they just. Get, go crazy and nuts without supervision. Oh, do they have Instagram? And they, I think they bribe a... Do they wank each other? They off? bribe a homeless man to be the the responsible adult who can sign off for all the different things. What do they bribe him with? I can't remember. But Nathan is in that, and he plays guitar on the roof. Of course of the he does. Of course he does. What else is he going to do? But that ad, about at least once a week, <clears throat> that pops into my head. Mm. I don't even know which ad you're talking about. That, that, oh, that's right. He had leukemia. Uh and this led to p- him playing guitar to take his mind off the disease. Uh but he's since beaten it, so he is still alive. Does he still play guitar? He though? used to play of Mark Knopfler as well. Um the guy from Dire Straits and BB B. King. He was a pretty Tommy big deal. Uh, oh, I was in Tommy F- Emmanuel. His music was in the soundtrack for Free Willy 2. Oh, epic. <laughs> Um, was he on the Space Jam album? Though? I remember That's some surreal. other weird facts about him that we've probably... probably I think we've talked about <laughs> Nathan Catherino's Williams. I don't think before. we have. We haven't. I've no, I get a feeling I want to talk about him. I already. have literally no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, My partner gave me a bit of a hard time because I, I say that catchphrase a lot. He's and 30, I say it to he's my myself now. a lot. He was born in 82. Oh, really? So he was two years old of us. Oh, God, I feel like I've amounted to nothing. <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. Very uh, cool, Mr. Cavalieri. Very mm, cool. I remember there being more information be about him. Oh yeah, Camp Nowhere was the movie he was in. And Pause. Oh Pause. 1997. Nice. Um that adds a bit racist. Because B.B. King was in it like selling burgers. It's a bit racist. <laughs> he like. loves burgers. Wouldn't it be racist if it was like Kentucky Fried Chicken or watermelons or something? No, but maybe it's oh, I don't know. Can't tell anymore. Um, more continuing on the housekeeping. Um, some people. One of the questions we get often is: is there's some missing episodes, and yes, oh, there, there are lost episodes. There are lost episodes. <sighs> too risky. This is too like much. Doctor Who. Um, we taped over them. We ran out of <laughs> yeah. hard drive space, and we just went over them. Um, some of them still exist. I think some we've some got of the them have got transcripts. The Great Fire. Um, I think we've got transcripts. So if anyone yeah. wants to recreate them, <laughs> any fans want to recreate some of our shows. Um, But yeah, look out. Every now and then I might post, repost one. Um, It's like when sometimes back in the day with Napster, you'd be downloading tracks and people would say like, rare recording. Yeah. Which I always thought was bizarre because here I am making an exact duplicate of it. How is something rare when? Would you ever remember that? Yeah. Once rare, I guess. But now no longer because... Just because you and someone else has it doesn't mean it's not rare. That's true. That's true. Do you remember Napster? How cool was that? Yeah. Changed everything, man. I remember Facebook. Uh, listener Mail. Have uh, we got a letter? We've got some tweets. Hey. Um, listener Ryan, Tasmanian Ryan. Um, Tasra. We have two Ryans. Yeah, we've got Belfast fans, Ryan and Tasmanian Ryan. Belra, Tasra. That's what you're going to be called, now. Yeah. And uh, Tasmanian Ryan wants to know if we've seen the House series uh, no, with no. Hugh Laurie. I'm, a w- I'm aware of it. I've never watched it. I've never um, watched, watched it. If so, thoughts on the recent season. Oh. Um, can't. No, I can't. We can't. We can't. Sorry. Um, but in, oh. am I correct? Is It's is it meant to be like sort of Sherlock Holmes, but set in a hospital and he has to diagnose people with all the clues kind of thing. That's the idea. Oh, well, I've never seen it, but um, I I that's my think impression as well. Yeah. And I think it's all really weird stuff and it's like... How did you figure that out, House? You're a genius. Yeah, I sort of got interested because I I, m- I must have caught an episode early on, and there was this character played by an actress called Jennifer Morrison, right? And, um, she has she's a young doctor or in doctor training, she had a crush on House, who's like an older doctor, and I was sort of interested in that chemistry that was going on there, um. But I, I kind of, it was one of those things, because one of those shows where I, show, I think it's more procedural drama, isn't it? I could be wrong. And I, I didn't that. want to have to watch, you know, 20 hours on TV just to follow this storyline that only takes up two minutes of each episode. There's probably a super cut of it on YouTube. I might have to check it out one day to see how the storyline progressed. But. Because you got burned when you were watching. The other reason Baker. I liked it was because I. <laughs> yeah, six seasons. I, you know, it just. <laughs> somehow I had got it into my mind. And I had fact-checked it on IMD that Jennifer Morrison was the girl from Ed, the girl of the Afro. Um, do you remember watching Ed? Yeah, yeah I yeah. remember Ed quite you know, a bit. You know, it was the three kids, it was Justin Long, the, the big guy who had the stomach um, lap surgery or whatever, and then there was the girl, um, and i was sure it was Jennifer Morrison, right? And so, I was like, oh, wow, she's turned out to be this, like, gone from this sort of fugly kid to this <laughs> hot woman, you know? And I was just, like, blown away. So, then uh, I didn't watch House, but then I was like, oh, I saw that she was in Big Love, HBO's Big Love. Mm-hmm. She's playing one of the wives. So, I started watching that show just because she was in it, because I loved that. And so, I watched all of Big Love, loved her in it. I um, was a huge fan of Jennifer Morrison um, in 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 Big Love. Um then her most recent show, which I haven't started watching yet, um, is The Once Upon a Time. Yeah, right. Um, which I think you've watched a bit uh, of. Yep. 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 Uh, and when Ryan asked this question, I thought I'd look up her again, you know, see what she's up to. And turns out it has this mega brain apocalypse. Like, I thought it was in Darren Brown's experiment, right? <laughs> because, which we'll get to later. But... <laughs> Uh, Jennifer Morrison was the girl in house, but she was not the girl in Ed, all right? Uh, they're two separate people. The girl in Ed is Jennifer Goodwin. Yeah. Jennifer Goodwin with a G. Um, although her real name is actually Jennifer with a J. She just changed it for Jennifer. And they look really, really similar. And when she was in- they don't really anymore, but when she was in house, when Jennifer Morrison was in house, they had the same haircut- um, as the uh, Jennifer Morrison in House had the same haircut as Jennifer Goodwin in Big Love, because Big Love was actually Jennifer Goodwin, the girl from Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I'm it, it. Yeah, I'm not spinning it and out. And I so had I'm tried following. to connect it because I, I just I had just brushed over it because I checked Jennifer Goodwin's um, IMD profile and she's in Once Upon a Time as well. So you thought she was rocking three prime packers yeah. at once? But guess what turns out, right? Jennifer Morrison and Jennifer Gordon are both in Once Upon a Time. One, I think one plays the mum, one plays the daughter. Because it's in two time space. Oh, yes. So my head just exploded. I was like, whoa. Right. Okay. Yeah, they play mother and daughter. You're right. Man. <laughs> I thought, like, my whole world was falling apart around me because I'd been following this actress in all these amazing different shows. And, and it turns out to be out two, it's of two them. different actresses, and then that, and, and, and then in a one show playing mother daughter, mother daughter, because obviously yeah. they do look like they do. Yeah, they've got some similarities. Oh, just my hair just exploded. Um, anyway, I'll put a picture of them from Once Upon a Time. One's now blonde, one's a brunette, still a brunette. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd give that show, a, I'd steer well clear of it. But now I really want to see it because obviously when I watch the show, I didn't you might freak out. Pick up the fact that they were. If they at least the episode I saw, if they were both in, it, I didn't pick up the fact that they were mother and daughter. I thought they were the same character was playing going back. I don't know. I can't remember what. So I think at like. the beginning, it's not entirely clear what their relationship um, is. That's one of those shows where you know it's a really high concept. It's like the prim- the idea is awesome, and it's such a cool idea for a show. And the execution of it's just terrible. It's got some of the worst CGI ever. Yeah, the plot CGI never seems to go anywhere. Just seems to be constant retread. Nothing's very important. It's it's really really disappointing because I love the idea of it, and you know a lot of the cast is really cool as well. I guess Game of Thrones has sort of spoilt me in terms of fantasy on television, in terms of what they do. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was just a meltdown here. Now Ryan from Belfast wanted to know as we've been following the story about the Belra. Belra, mm-hmm. Tazra, yeah. a, a, Belra, Tazra, Belra. Tazra and Belra. We just got tweeted, uh, tweeted, uh, tweeted. Uh, Twitter user Zoe J McGill says, "Once upon a time a great show!" Triple exclamation mark. Okay, so thanks. I know it's got a fan. And it's, and it's you can tweet season. us as fanging around. Yep. Yeah, um, I wish I liked it. <laughs> I really do. Because I, I gave it heaps. I, ga- I watched like 10 episodes. I gave it a big chance, you know. Mm. I really wanted to like it. Didn't quite get there for me. I'm glad Zoe's liking it. Um. So, Ryan Belfast wants to know if we've been following a story about the Bela. founder of McAf- Mc- McAfee Antivirus. I uh, have been. Uh, who's yes. been living in Belize. I don't even know where that like is. Belize. Belize. Uh, and he's now wanted for murder. Yeah. And at one point, to escape the police, he hid in a hole in the ground and puts a cardboard box over his head, which was still sticking out of the ground, and they just walked past him. Um, he wouldn't check every single part. I don't know if you've seen the pictures. Like, here's some cool pictures. I haven't seen the pictures gone of him. going nuts in Belize. Um, this- he's gone on the whole, what What's that movie in Las it's Vegas? Oh. With... Um, Hunter S. Thompson. Is. Hunter S. Thompson. He's Vegas, a bit of Hunter S. Thompson. He's a bit of... Fear and um, in Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah, he's a bit of that. He's a bit of um, Colonel Kurtz in uh, uh, Apocalypse Now. He's um, he's a bit how ha- ha- Howard Hughes. Um, it's is he incredibly rich? He, you think well, he was at one point. The McCarthy virus would be rich. He, At least at one point, he was incredibly rich. And now he's started up a blog, hasn't he? <laughs> This is his latest post, and the title is If I Am Captured, and he says, If I Am Captured, this blog will continue. I have pre-written enough material to keep this blog alive for at least a year. In addition, the administrator, Chad, will continue to monitor comments. He will administer the reward and post any information received. In truth, my continued involvement from this point is relevant. So, <laughs> is it's relevant or irrelevant? Irrelevant. Okay. How do they know that this is the genuine... Uh, so, obviously, he's putting a I t- Today announced on embassy television that I am offering a 25000 reward for the capture of the person or persons responsible for Mr. Falls murder, who's the, he's been accused of murdering. So, he's on the run, and he's writing this his blog, and he's obviously madly writing lots of stuff in case he does get captured, so it keeps posting automatically for what the next gonna year. What's he going to talk about after he's been captured? Well, but that he wrote before he was captured. I don't know. This seems weird. I mean, apparently, anyway. he used stood- to... Rent a lot of hookers and things, and maybe he will just, just talk about some of his sex, sexcapades. sex, sex Anyway, it's a great story. Um, I have. It's amazing. His so, life. I mean, let's let's look at this guy. Apparently, he was a bit of a raconteur from the beginning, from the early days. Mm. Of you know, he, he used to try to sell all sorts of shit, and then he came up with this idea of like, it basically he was the one who marketed antiviral software, right? It was really his. Like, for commercial and consumer use, it was his thing. Hmm. He was really the one driving this whole, like, you've got to have antiviral yeah. software. Which, in co- in turn, I guess, of course, kind of spawned the viral... You know, people writing viruses and yeah. things, you know? Yeah. Really brought that into the fore. And, um, so, he made his mint, and then he started doing all sorts of weird things. He started trying to... He started, like, an aeronautics club or something, where instead of instead of flying planes safely and normally or even in a stunt fashion. I think the idea was that you'd fly them as low as you could to the ground hmm. and race them. And, cool, cool. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, sort of. But he, he he was quite weird individual. And then he set up all these like fake clubs to to pretend like, oh, there's, you know, clubs popping up in every state. <laughs> and they weren't. But he'd just register them all. And then there was this one um one town where he actually wanted to set up or purchased an airfield, the, the the residents were sort of like, we don't want you doing this sort of crazy plane shit around us. And so, what he did was he made this fake organisation of, like, paintballers who paintball in urban environments or something. And he advertised that they were holding a convention in that town, like, in a month. <laughs> and so, the, all the local media, were, like, got in an uproar about that. And in the meantime, he managed to, like, get his airfield, like, underway. <laughs> Because they were all outraged about this other thing that he made up. So, he's, like... He's really a strange character. Have well, you heard of the Rocket Racing League? No. Do they race... This in? is this uh, league they're trying to get started, right? Where they race rock... Not just aeroplanes, like the Red Bull Aeros, but rocket-powered aeroplanes around a course. And they want it to be, the, like, the next NES car or Formula One kind of thing. Um... I kind of and I I heard about it and it was I didn't really take it seriously but I think um but like Armadillo Aerospace is helping out doing the rockets which is the rocket company founded by John Carmack Carmack who did Doom and I uh, Wolfenstein and yeah. Quake and all that. Right. Um I I have a feeling that um so there's a fine Virgin line. Galactic is involved. There's a really well. fine line between genius and insanity, isn't there? Yeah. It? I mean, these are the planes that are going to race around this circuit. I don't know how that's ever going to work. Like, that seems one of those crazy ideas that, like, a monorail in the system. But, dude, we're living <laughs> in the future, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. The, these things are just going to keep happening. Uh, for people as ignorant as me, Belize is a country located in the northeastern coast of Central America. Um,. I think it's a bit of like a tax haven <laughs> or something, maybe. No, it's like a drug. Oh, <coughs> a drug haven. Oh, I saw a documentary on uh, it. Okay. Apparently, no, not a haven. It's an, unf- it's an unfortunate victim. Oh. It like it's like I've got to be ported, and I think. Yeah, and apparently, so like the river network. Yeah, that runs Colombians go it. to Belize and then into Mexico and then into the US. Uh, okay. Because this guy um, has a property that's on this delta, and so they're all all the local authorities suspicious that he's running drugs and stuff, and. If you read the article it's quite unsettling and strange. <laughs> well, um and he's incredibly paranoid and um yeah. Very strange man. Well thanks, uh Ryan. Yes, we have been following f- it, Bell <laughs> run, And I probably gave Bell. a completely inaccurate rundown of the things he was doing. Um thanks for tipping yourself to that story. It is fascinating. Yeah, I can't wait to see how his blog keeps going. And so, where's he gets he, is he in and, Belize running? Well, people don't know. I guess that's the whole point. That's the whole mm-hmm. point, yeah. It's not his house because he updates his blog whenever his house gets raided because his servant or his wife alerts. says, oh, they've been around today to research the house. Um, Do you have that sort of capability here in the studio? For what? Like auto-tweeting that you're being raided? No. Um, I have do have the ability to post a fang and round episode in like in the future if you get captured, <laughs> <laughs> but then if they just turn the power off to the house, it's not going to work because it just relies on the no. words in the house to do it. Yeah. Um, First thing the cops we would do is they should pre-record some shows in case we get captured. Oh, they'd knock down this door. Well, and we they'd do have some recorded shows, everywhere. so I could prepare it. But we need a server to actually post it. And then we got live. E- we got lost <coughs> episodes that we could post. Yeah, we could post the lost episodes. Yeah. Well, I was thinking we could upload the po- the the um lost episodes into like an encrypted archive and put it on the Pirate Bay, like WikiLeaks has done. And then we have a setup, a, like, a system to automatically tweet if we get captured. Like, any three of us can trigger the tweet that sends out the code to unlock all these un oh, to podcasts like WikiLeaks idea. is done with those cables um, in case Julian Sarge is killed. What's um, a great plan? Uh, Follow-up. Um, back on the Canadian special, I think, well, back when the Canadians were on the show, uh, this time last year, they went to the Beaufort Street Festival. And they clump complained about the lack of bins and I've heard from Twitter this year that they've got plenty of bins this year. So oh great. Good. Just some follow up. So from that's it our podcast episode. making yeah. a difference. Well yeah. yeah, there you go. We're difference makers. Um, I think Bova Street Festival kind of probably listened to all our podcasts and saw to get some feedback, you know. Uh, I guess this is also. I should trans- have put us in as a consultant. Yeah. As yeah. a consultancy firm. Creative we could, consultants. Yeah, we've got to do a live podcast before Fred goes. From where? We should find a Isn't venue that will ho hold us. No, like with an audience. We just do it in here. Get some like crowd so we in here. There. She won't have to tweet you or text <laughs> you. She'll <laughs> just, just tap you on the, the shoulder. Yeah. Um, I guess some more follow-up that transitions into um. consuming. Uh, I watched the Darren Brown apocalypse. Oh, is it out? I didn't even know it was yeah, out. Yeah, it's just come out last two weeks. And? Yeah. So, so let's give us, can you give the listeners a kind of a rundown on Darren Brown's apocalypse? Okay. So, I mean, we we talked about last week, um, the basic idea was to um, stage a world-ending apocalypse for one person. Um, and the person that Darren Brown chose and was someone he felt was just taking life for granted, didn't appreciate his mom and dad a lot, wasn't getting, didn't have a steady job or anything, wasn't using his talents to his best abilities and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And the hope was to put him through this ordeal and that he would learn to appreciate life more. Um, So, that's what he did. And uh, I think this was actually good. Like, this is up there with the, my simple reviews. This is, this. it's a two-parter, so it's two hour-long episodes rather than with the experiments Darren Brown's experiments, there were like four one hour episodes for one hour dedicated to each topic, kind of thing. topic or, yeah. stunt, um, or stunt stunt trick. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh yeah. and this was one Experiment, of the better ones. This is up with with the confession of murder thing. And so, so do they have they so they take this individual and they've yeah. tricked him into thinking there's a zombie apocalypse? Am I right in saying that? Yeah, well, how much do you want to know? Because you I assume you're gonna watch it. That's all I know about the show. Alright. Well, they sort of start off by um, his whole family is in on it, and so his brother steals his iPhone, um, for like a day and gives it to the crew. The crew uh, hacks his phone, like jailbreaks it, his iPhone, and basically uses it to so that everything he's done is being VNC'd. Uh huh. I
1: don't
0: know if you use VNC, but it's like how you control it. Other computers, oh, okay. Um, but he's doing that, which you can do on iPhone. So you can see they can see exactly what he's doing on his phone, and also they can change things. So what on his if he's phone checking way? out a bit of porn or something? Or well, they probably saw all that if he's that. done it. But they. It's a bit embarrassing. They can go and uh, edit websites that he's viewing sort of live, so they would edit the NASA website saying there's an asteroid coming, but not. But they do. They do it subtly. quite subtly, you know, just saying, "Oh, there's an asteroid." Coming and it's and they base it around this actual event that actually happens is you know because you have these annual um, meteorite events because we're passing through this this asteroid belt at a certain time each year with all these particles that create the meteor showers so they time it with that and but this time there's some larger unexpected fragments you know and they sort of all building up and it's all in the background it's not until they actually get him on a, a bus for this to go. Um, his brother takes him to a concert. and They had to go on a like a bus, like kind of like the um, they do here with the Swan Valley. Like you get on a bus yeah. and go to the uh, drink wine Swan Valley and he bands and stuff. Yeah, and they go on that. And then one, they're on that while they're on a bus. The event happens and they start blowing up cars and stuff around him. Um, really, they're blowing up cars. Yeah, so because it's uh, it's obviously the bus is on a fixed route. It's quite as you yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. They explode cars. All <laughs> the other people on the bus are actors. Um, so it's really well thought out. the, the problem comes, uh, is then, and I was getting excited cause I thought, oh, this is really cool. But then once the explosion starts happening, um, Darren Brown sort of, a, he's obviously been sitting in the back of the bus the whole time, walks up to him and does his hypnosis, right? Right then. He hypnotizes him. Yeah. This is where it all falls apart, because you've got to believe that Darren Brown can actually do hypnosis for you to actually believe that this is a real thing. So, that's the big thing. And then, that's they put him in a hypnosis state, and then he happens, like, as you know, he wakes up at a military complex kind of thing, and yeah. everything's going on. Why would they ha- Why would they have hypnotize him? Why wouldn't they just take him to a military complex? I, I, exactly. It's too obviously, the world hasn't ended obviously, on the way to the military This is the complex. problem when a magician does this thing, things, so you have to believe that the thing... See, at least with the, the one where the guy was convinced he was murdered mm. the, 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 the hypnosis was limited to while he was asleep mm-hmm. and it was like an auditory suggestion. And I can believe that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or or I can just believe that he was fast asleep mm. and didn't wake up. Like I don't th- I don't have a problem with that. But if if he, he, what he actually walks up to him and does like a bit of Yeah, he literally Your, walks hey. on the back of the bus and grabs him, puts his hand over his face and he just he's in, suddenly in a hypnosis state. It's just so stupid. Now, there's been a bit of uh, controversy about this mm. show. so that, Yeah, and so there's been... In the media recently, there's been saying that they looked up the guy who's meant to be in it, found his Twitter page, and boom, he's an actor. You'd think this is... They've spent a huge budget recreating the, the apocalypse, right? And they haven't even bothered to look up this guy's Twitter page and see to... If it, saying, assuming that this is all fake... They haven't even bothered to hide the fact on his Twitter page that he's an actor. Mm. You'd think that's the first thing that you would do is that people are going to Google this guy. You want to get rid of that stuff while they're making this show, which they made the show a few months ago so it has time to disappear on Google. Yeah. That's a bit strange. Um, so what do you think? Do you think he's an actor? Or do you think he's an well, actor and a crap actor if, and he was chosen because he auditioned for something and well, they were like exactly. and he was like Darren Brown's like, oh what a dickhead this yeah, guy yeah. is. So Let's get it's him po- it's possible that he does part time acting as well, um and he's not a part of it. I'll say that if he is an actor, he should win the Oscar because the lot of the um his reaction to the event... Like, I, don- that's the bit I don't really want to spoil for you. His reaction to the event seems fairly believable because it's super low-key. It's just him... <laughs> what, while things are exploding? <laughs> is he low-key when things are exploding? Yeah, he's just sort of... is like, what the hell's going on, you know? <laughs> and it, it's it's pretty weird. Even they have a brilliant director directing him as an actor yeah. or... That's really thought about how to make this believable oh, Yeah. because it, there's no there's nothing in it that um, um yeah like there's really good moments where I, they're really believable actions like the only thing that really threw me at it was the whole hypnosis thing mm. if I had done the whole thing about hypnosis I would have been sold on the whole thing uh, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching this one. I liked the murder one. Um, I will say, right, that they, the one of the cracked characters they create um, for him uh, to interact with um, to get him to be a more responsible person is they. He sort of meets a young girl on the way, a 14 year old girl who's lost her parents and she's freaked out. So he sort of has to become the father figure because it takes it takes place over like three days. Um, and, uh... So, they've got an actual 14-year-old girl, or is it, like, an 18-year-old girl that looks pretty young? Yeah, well, yeah, so they... It's revealed that she's actually... The actress is actually 22, but she does look 14. Wow. Um, but I thought... Have you guys seen the Dateline's How to Catch a Predator? (laughs) No, <laughs> no, but I know the concept of the show. Uh, you should—it's a gr- awesome TV show. You should go on YouTube or wherever and find it and watch all the episodes. It's great. Basically, they get people to pose as—I mean, it's sort of run kind of like how the police do it. They get people online and online chat rooms to pose as young people and uh, allure these people into these ha- houses. And um, basically, they—that's entrapment, isn't it? Uh, no, because they have a choice. They're not yeah. blackmailed into doing it you, as long as entrapment's only when you you have no choice like yeah. obviously it's entrapment if you say if you don't come to the house and rape me, I'll kill your parents that's entrapment um, yeah. um so they come up and they always turn out with like a pack of condoms and stuff like that. <laughs> that's the, one of the Sorry. things. Sorry, I <laughs> yeah. shouldn't laugh. But that's it. That's one of the things they oh, can God. to they can do to prove intent is say the, you got the Jimmy actor Hats in your says always tells them to bring extra condoms. You know, so they there's no way they could confuse it for a non-sexual oh, okay. encounter. Thing. Not for a balloon show. But I'm like, they should combine these two shows, right? What? The Darren Brown experience yeah, so, plus yeah. how to catch well, a he to someone to be a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they create this apocalypse oh, no. for this one person, right? No. And then they team him up with a young kid. And there's all no, this but chemistry the whole point between about them. How to catch a predator? Surely is they're catching people that under normal circumstances that's entrapment. Fra- <laughs> yeah, you're talking about completely different set of. No, but they should get people into this situation where, like, he's they've turned up to the house and suddenly it's like the apocalypse and they have to survive. And then, oh, but they're going to be <laughs> molested children anyway. That'll need the apocalypse <laughs> far. <enough. laughs> Yeah, but I'm just saying to combine make it entertain extra entertaining. <laughs> at the same time as and to catch and to hit two birds with one stone, you know. This is amazingly ingenious <laughs> in showing about tricking someone to the apocalypse, but also putting him in jail at the end because he's
1: a pity <laughs>
0: fiddler. What? So you just want to like take normal shows and put a pedophile in there and, like- <laughs> no, just combine Darren Brown's Apocalypse with to catch a predator. <laughs> Wait, is this also for a bit of, like, psychological torture for the pedophile? Like, you're really stressing them out by putting them in this Yeah, because uh, the Catch a Predator, it's it's all staged as well. Like, you turn up to this house and the kids, they're waiting for him and they they have a bit of a conversation before the camera crew walks in and said, hey, you're being caught being a kid- kiddie fiddler, you know? could I mean, you could do something like that with, like, a haunted house. That'd be kind of cool. Mm. Like, walls stop... Bl- anyway, I'd love I to see them. if they grow a conscience at some point. I think well, you could, yeah, it'd be like, oh, you're going to hell, and and then they're like, oh. That'd I think you could okay. make a great show, so that'd be okay for it. If you just, <laughs> if you get them to the house and then you just screw with them. Mm, Dude, was, was that, that show? Routine? that yeah. used to be on late night on channel nine that did that same thing, and just they used to scare the crap out of these people, and they had Do you one fear factor. That's back. Oh. That's hosted by Joe Rogan. It used to be hosted. That's, the the That's not fair around. Really? I don't know. No, yeah. you're thinking of the cool one, I think. Oh, what's Fear Fact? Is that the one where they just lay them down in a tub and like put spiders on them? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one where Mike they Willis. stage oh, like Mike. a murder, like yeah, yeah. someone storms in here and stabs yeah, James yeah, yeah. to death. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And that camera crew comes in and it's like ah, And the, oh and it's also isn't Stegra? it they also it's also hosted by some episodes are hosted by the guy from Ed, I think, Michael Michael Black. Michael Black, yeah. No. Michael uh, Black? Really? Remember that great yeah. web series they did? Michael, Michael and someone Stella. else. Stella. Stella, yeah. yeah. That thing was amazing. Yeah. And that was the pre YouTube days. You had to like yeah. download the episodes. Yeah. That was huge. That would have gone off now. Um, you t- linked to did you link to the Lewis C K Catholic thing? No, someone else. No, like it not. wasn't me. Have wasn't you seen me. his little skit about investigating the Catholic Church? No, uh, I've I'm never not. seen Lewis C K. Should get into it. I should. You, uh, there's a big. I put it on your drive. Yeah, his oh, well, TV I'm, show. I'm still working through Breaking Bad. All oh, right, he, his TV shows. I've like, got like five. He six- just said he told the cable network, "Say just give me the money. Don't ask me what it's for." And they did it. Yeah, but he got, he asked for one-fifth of the budget of, like, Breaking Bad, but yeah. the condition was that he can do whatever he wants. So, basically, each week, he makes two sort of short films. Yeah. Um, like, two ten-minute short films, and that's the show. Um, so, it's complete creative freedom, so it's it's really cool. It's like me, sort of the films I do, but, you know, he can actually do it for real. Cool. Um, and he can actually get... ...really good actors in to do it. Well, not like me. (laughs) No, but... Oh, well, fuck you. You're really good, but you're not an actor. No, it's true. Michael Black, I'm... I'm still, um... I'm probably, like, more prosumer level of acting. (laughs) Hmm. In that, like... If I wanted to, I could turn it into a profession. But it's more of a hobby. That one thing you did... That one thing I did ten years ago. Ten years ago. That's the one. Boy... So, Michael Black, he was in Ed. He was pretty funny in Ed. He was like the Jack Black. Have Michael Black and Jack Black been in anything together? Are they related? That's the they other They kind of look I similar. don't think so. They both got the same last name. Probably. Not. It's enough for me. Did you ever watch the Stella TV series? Didn't I? No. Uh, is that different to the web series? Yeah, because the web series was just them making short films, and then they got a TV series uh, based. And on was it. it crap? Were they told to clean up their act? It was better than I thought. But I thought it would be, clean yeah, But it was still okay. Because it was pretty f- foul. Their their web series. Mm. <laughs> it was pretty revolting. Apparently, he wrote an amazing book, Michael Black, I think, about being a dad in a comic and how depressed he was. Oh yeah, I've I haven't read the book, but I've heard. The I've like listened to all the podcasts when he was going around promoting it and yeah. it does sound kind of interesting the book yeah and people are saying it's like really confronting and uncomfortable but it's really quite, it, and he's quite a really honest he's a total troll on Twitter as well and he's always saying if you follow him on Twitter he's always trying to get the attention of other people yeah. oh I can't imagine him being like that <laughs> he always struck me as such a charming character so what else is in our show notes what are we on to next so we've spoken about Darren Brown's experiments um have you ever wondered if your life is just one big experiment, like the Truman Show? I think it was called Spy TV. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like something where they bust in with a camera at the end. What was the one with Shannon Doherty then? What was she... Oh, mean? yeah, it's based loosely on counter Camera. This this show features hidden camera segments and used to get revenge on a a, a friend or teach him a lesson. And, yeah, it's basically just scare the what, crap like, out of What, like, don't be him. a pedo? Yeah. No, Spy TV doesn't sound scary at all. I think, you know what I watched when I was in the states. I, I I happened to watch this this TV show, where it was like, hey, you think your boyfriend or girlfriend's like still in love with their ex? Mm. Let's find out. So they like organize this couples retreat. So say I uh, like say Fred. No, we'll talk about Fred. Let's say Fred's like suspicious Zoe's in still in love with her ex. You would, like, contact MTV or whatever and be like, I'm suspicious, Zoe's still in love with your ex. <sighs> That's not what I said. And like. um, MTV would be like, well, Mr. Baines, let's... I mean, That's sorry. That's what I sound like. <laughs> you got the voice <laughs> the wrong way around. Okay. <laughs> hey, well, Mr. Baines, let's get you uh, booked in. Scare tactics. Scare tactics. Yeah, and Spy TV, they were both same concept. Um, so yeah. they'd take you and Zoe away, right, for a romantic weekend. You'd yeah. want a trip, right? And then, boom, her ex is there. And then they'd, it'd be just like an accident. Like, oh, I didn't expect this. How awkward, right? Yeah. But they'd be filming the whole thing. And then they'd create all these situations where like... What, they have like a horse back ride yeah, the you, beach you, or something? Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I've hurt my back. I can't go. You two go. And then they'd be in a jacuzzi together and you'd be like watching. And they'd be like <laughs> a, trying to get it on. They did that in Big Brother yeah. and a show. Yeah. They did and that- imagine, like, what are you supposed to think about your partner mm. after that? <laughs> Like fuck you! They did that in Big Brother Australia. Big Brother Australia one year, where the 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 twist to the Big Brother season was that there was going to be a couple in the house, and they revealed that straight up front. Yeah. Well, they I don't think they revealed till like a month in that one of the other housemates was also the ex boyfriend of the girl in the couple, and she had to if she managed to last that month or whatever without letting her boyfriend finding out. And they were also undercover as well. But there was also this extra level undercover where the ex was in. If she didn't let her boyfriend find out that they were also an ex, she got a special prize. But they told the ex-boyfriend to job? be ultra flirty with her. And because she doesn't want anyone to know that she's not single, she had to go along with it. So, the guy had to watch him. He didn't even know it was he- her ex-boyfriend, but him and her, like, all this chemistry and stuff like that. and attention. Whoa. That's pretty crazy. Hmm. And then the guy were they like if you hook up with her you get, like I think so. Yeah. Just break them up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then was it revealed that she's actually fourteen?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then they pretend there's the apocalypse. I still think they should flood the Big Brother house at the end because mm. it's all walled in. Flooded. Mm. and the victor like rises up out of the yeah. water. Has to jump over the edge. Throw in a few sharks. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Mm. Oh, release some sharks flooded up to, I like, shoulder height. Put some Being the producer in. of Big Brother would be a dream job of mine. I would Why just didn't you start mess with them. So. You know who was a producer in Big Brother, or at least worked in Big I'll give Brother. away my main idea, right? Oh, is this a freebie? Yeah. If you're so, listening. Because if I don't ever get the job, I want someone else who will be the next Big Brother producer to steal my idea. You should, just, you should ring them up and be like, look, I'll do the next season mm-hmm. for 5% of yeah, whatever yeah. the budget is, but just let me do whatever I want. And you'd probably get some kitty fiddlers in there and have <laughs> yeah, a good yeah. old time. Yeah. Well, I I think that they what they need to do is put like a total asshole in, right? Because the the main gimmick of, um, the main gimmick of Big Brother is that you can't talk about nominations. So you get to vote for people each week. We can't discuss it at all. So what my idea is to put a, a a total asshole in who messes up with everyone, um, but and so obviously everyone votes. Gives, like, one of their votes to him uh, to try and get him out of the house, because that's- I, I don't know if that's like that in other versions around the world, but in the Australian one, everyone like, kind of just expects it to be a holiday, so always vote for the people that make it not a holiday. They want to have a good time, um, Yeah, wrong, so that way- So, basically, get him, but his votes against him don't count- so, it gets so he's all the invincible. W- yeah, he's invincible, and it gets all the way to his, like, the second-last housemate. Obviously, the weird has always decided because he's a plant, but all the housemates sort of just turn on each other because I think that they all expect... They trust each other to vote for him, but he's not getting voted out. So, they all start turning on each other going, oh, are they strategically not, not voting for him? Am I going crazy thinking that he everyone else likes him but not? And they start to fight with each other, and that will create a huge amount... Just that simple plant... Because they just because they're not allowed to discuss it they can't uh they have to start they start um thinking everyone's lying mm-hmm. with each other and stuff like that and faking about who they really like because this one guy isn't getting left out and that that sort of happened this year where this one girl who was popular on the outside mm. um, survived right sort the second last to the last night yeah. um and everyone inside hated her but the um the public liked it because as so silly was she out and she possibly is mildly retarded I'm not sure that's not a reason to vote her out but that's why the people inside wanted to vote her out but everyone on the outside saw the fact that she was the only person who didn't bitch behind anyone's back and she was oh. a nice person um, if, if I could be Big Brother producer the one thing I'd do that would probably make the biggest difference mm. bring back hot dogs <laughs> yeah like that'd be it Done. It doesn't host. even matter. to be in the house. I Everything. If, you know what? Make, I want our listeners producer. have. I, I'm not sure if I've ever put in the show notes. I need to find some representation of hot dogs to put in the show notes. I feel like on the fang around page, we need to become a start like a, a, a bib like bibliography. a bibliography. What do they have at the end of books Index. of the words you use? Index or glossary? Glossary, yeah. yeah. Of work, things like so, hot dogs, and we need a, a definitive link to show us. A yeah. YouTube clip of him being hot dogs. <laughs> what represents hot dogs throughout? It has yeah. to be hot dogs yeah. up late. Yeah. I won't accept some anything else. Okay, To me, that's what hot dogs is. Imagine if we got hot dogs on the show. But Does that give day? him the context of who he was and how he got that job? Doesn't matter. <laughs> the job is enough to tell you about. Well, tell have you about. that. Yeah. Have him, him, him Have him at his peak and then have him- You need that, that news is- article where he like- Got a gobby in some alley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yes. And that
1: says it all. That's it. Okay. <laughs>
0: So, I need you guys... We'll start a new Google Doc page to get prepared as before we launch it. Things that we need to put in our, our glossary for the website. Referring yeah. Hot dogs. They're, they're just stuff that people might want to explain because we bring it up. We don't want to have to put it in the show notes every week, you know? Or well, we don't want to just describe it. Hot dogs. Um, what we've been consuming, Fred. What have you been consuming? Um, I found an old hard drive. So I read the photos of the day that will not be spoken. No, not that. Often. He wouldn't tell He'd you anyway, tell you, yeah. Couldn't tell you about it off air. No, know. that hard drive does need to be. We'll talk about that later. Can you um, give it to me before you go so I can try and recover stuff off it? Yes, uh, what have I been consuming? So I found my this old hard drive, I fixed it, and it was filled with shows from about five years ago. And one of them was Kenny versus Spenny. Which I've talked about before, but I don't Mm. think you guys have ever watched or. I've seen some of it, and I've listened to podcasts with creators on it. What do you think of the show, Uh, Kenny? I saw the the appeal of it, but I could not watch more than one episode. I sort of watched one episode, oh, this is what they're talking about. Yeah. So I used to love it, and I've rewatched it, and I was like, "It's mm, kind of weird." <laughs> can you give us a bit of a? So can- there's two ha- these Canadian housemates, Kenny versus Spe- Kenny and Spenny, and they have challenges, right? And they just do the challenges, and is the it- loser has to do a humiliation. Is it real life? I th- I'm. Is it docu struggled- drama? I struggled with that for a long time, but I think I'm pretty sure it's real. Is it? Mm. Is one of them a pedo? <laughs> no pedos, mm. but they do things like just all sorts of stupid shit, like. Is it a bit jackassish? Yeah, and uh, who can stay blindfolded the longest? Who can drink the most beer? One of them was who, who can produce the most, like, ejaculate in a month?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yuck!
0: Who, who first person to get a stain loses? They what, like, like, like keep, just a stain on your clothes? Yeah, like you have to keep a chicken on your head the whole time. Who can wear a diaper the longest? Oh, yuck! So it, it gets quite disgusting. And one of them, uh, Kenny, is this really uptight, always plays by the rules. He's a bit of a loser, to be honest. Guy. And the other one, Spenny. Ah, uh, Kenny. He's always sort of the devious one who, who who doesn't go by the spirit of the rules and always trying to screw Kenny over. So it's pretty good. Kenny versus Spenny. Yeah. So it was just strange to rewatch these shows from a long time ago. Where are they now? I don't That's what really, I want to know. Because they were going to do well, something. When I... The auto-search came with Kenny vs. Spending season seven, so they made at least seven oh. seasons. Yeah. But it was so low... I don't know if it was a low budget. It was just them in you their mean house. no home. budget? Yeah. Like, and they each had... Hey, wear a diaper. Okay. Yeah. And they each had a camera crew, like a cameraman and a sand guy following around. I can't remember if we discussed... I, if, can you remember when we had the Canadians on? Did we ever talk about the Trailer Park Boys? I was never... I wasn't here, even the Canadians. Were all... That's another thing when it comes up with because is Kenny versus Spenny Canadian? Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing that comes up when people talk about it is Trailer Park Boys, which I, I get the impression it's like their version of Caff and Kim, but it's about of like dodgy bogan Canadian, Cane- Canadian's version of bogan's, Canadas. No, Canada. Oh, <gasps> sorry. If they're Canadians, they come from Canadian, right? Uh, it makes sense. Say Aussies come from Oz and we come Australians come from Australia. True. New Zealanders we don't call them, come from New Zealand. We should either you yeah. either, either, should we either Canada and we call you Canadans or you're Canadians and we call you from And we call you. <laughs> you say you're from Canada. Sure. Um. But yeah, if I know we have Canadian uh Canadian listeners right in even if you're offended I call you Canadian. Um Tell us what Trailer Park Boys means to you. I'd love to know. So. That was about all I've been consuming. Uh, Didn't get any of the new games? One Warfare? No. Call of Duty's? No. Halo 4? No. I'm quitting Xbox. I'm ramping down. So what are you playing? I'm playing... I started to replay Borderlands 2. <clears throat> but once you re- played through, you start at the beginning and it's a lot harder. and It's too difficult now and I just get frustrated. So then I started playing Cause you, Just Cause... You didn't do Junior. enough side missions the first time. Yeah, right. yeah, probably. Playing Just Cause 2 and that's fun, but it's got its flaws and that's about it. Sometimes I play of 3 when I'm super bored. What do you race? This is fanging around, after all. Well... It kind of gives you a new car all the time. I tried to recreate the uh sweet Corolla I had. <laughs> so I got the closest thing I could find was like a like a 67 Datsun or something like that. Kind of looks like a 74 Corolla, so I was like that's good enough. Okay. So I painted it brown <laughs> and then I put a really big motor in it. <laughs> Just what? like well, Your like career. I wanted to do, like my dream was, and it it holds its own against sort of like a supercar because you just upgrade it to to borrow. Um but yeah, it's really good. So I've always wondered with those games how they work, whether they actually model like the code like a car with four tires driving around a track, mm. and like an engine that puts out. Like power, or whether it's just like a foot sort of well, I don't that know if around I don't numbers. know if Forza does it, but the Forza exists because it's it's trying to be a ripoff of this game series called Gran Turismo. Yeah, in Gran Turismo they do do stuff like that, like they actually simulate tire wear on the ground and the traction you get it's so um, a yeah. super detailed physics engine. Yeah, yeah. It. So it's it's it's, it's insanely it's, detailed. And Gran Turismo, I think, is exclusive to the PlayStation. It's not even on the PC where you expect that kind of detail. On, on PC, simulators you expect that kind of detail. But yeah, um, I don't know if Forza Two, where the Forzas like, because Grand, I find Gran Turismo insanely boring. Um, I don't know if you guys, but. I don't know, I, I know Forza 2 came in, and they wanted to, because it sells heaps of copies of Gran Turismo when it comes out, so that's why Forza, Microsoft created the studio that, that created Forza purely to compete with that, and I don't know whether they were like, oh, you know, what would be cool if we had Gran Turismo, but it's actually fun to play, and they don't care about all that weird simulation no, it's stuff? Got a, it's really quite detailed. Hmm. It seems quite deep. But you know what you can do with Forza is you can connect, like, multiple Xboxes, and each... Xbox runs a window in your car so you can have one Xbox running this window, one X- Xbox running the window on that side, and then you have the one Xbox running the front window so you get the simulated view around you of stuff. That's pretty cool. So if you want to buy me a copy of Forza, we can te- clean up our Xbox and see if it works. What right? well, you have like your you might have to buy three. Like, a I will buy my <laughs> <three."> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We should probably have an, uh, a, a playthrough, a, you know, talk about it. Actually, I, all uh, of us play a game like Because I got really sick of fangin'. Of Well, stories, you know what would be basically. cheaper is if you all play Real Racing, which is the iPhone version, um, which I talked about when I was the Are we supposed to do that and surround, like, three iPhones? I'm happy not to be playing. I'm happy to watch. But what you can... No, no, well, if you all... It's only a couple of bucks. That's it. It's a lot cheaper than buying 60-cup-buck versions of Forza. No, I bought it for, like, 20 bucks. I'll buy you a copy of Forza if you want me to. What? Two <laughs> copies? $40 or $5 why do we for need, two why copies? We need, why do we need copies? And I already own copies. it. You already own Forza 3? No, I own Real Racing. Oh. And what you could do is it links up onto your Apple TV. So, all three of us would have Real Racing on our iPhones and we're all racing on the TV as split screen and we're controlling it with our... like. I don't have an iPhone. Oh, you I've have an Apple Touch. have an Apple Touch. Which you can't never need Can't Forza you bring over Forza and I don't understand why we can't. Yeah. Because we, it's only two player. If you no, want three okay. player, I you need mean. someone past the pad. Yeah. Just watch. Like the good old days of NES. <laughs> and actually, even SNES had a four mm-hmm. controllers. So, yeah, the real good old days of 8-bit gaming. Come but when he to goes that. to... um, When you go to Boulder, Colorado... And he won't have an Xbox because he says he won't buy one over there. I might. I don't know what you can do yourself if you're not... If you're not banging bam, Colorado bam, girls, bam, not smoking weed, I and not, not playing Xbox, try. Fred, you're gonna go what nuts. Is what do people do? Like life? Like- you're gonna go. You're gonna start hiking and stuff. Yeah, right? but you get. You know they have mountain lines there. You're gonna learn to ski. So we got sharks here. I still go in the ocean. Yeah, but we are raised to know. But you how can to choose. Deal with sharks. You can choose not to go on the ocean, Fred. You, you live on the land to- in Colorado. <laughs> I don't think they come into the city. Yeah, they're attracted by all the yeah. garbage cans. Yeah. Oh, get a gun. It's America. Hey! You're gonna be smoking Are weed. You're gonna get a gun? Get gun. You'll probably be driving a big old pickup. None, without none without Fred, things. without girls, weed, or video games, you're gonna buy a gun and you're gonna go postal on this town. That's what they do in Colorado. I don't those things that much. But that's what those kids do, you know, in Colorado when that things happen. Yeah. Yeah. When well, I want to buy a gun. I don't even know if I'm allowed to buy a gun. What about? Dildo. Probably won't buy a dildo. Uh, but are you allowed to? Because, you know, some states they're like, these things are for novelty purposes. Only. I haven't looked into dildo laws in Colorado. Well, all right, you might want to check it out. <laughs> well, you don't want to get over there and be in trouble <laughs> because something's in your luggage or, you know, humming away. <laughs> humming a humming a humming a. Mm. Um, so, uh, while we're talking about video games, I'll go on to what I've been consuming. Um, I've repicked up. Red Dead Redemption. Which oh, is, yeah, we um, talked about this before, haven't we? Yeah, uh, I think so, but I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast because I checked my last save, I picked it up, and it was this time in 2010 before Fang Around even existed. So no, I think we have chatted about it because we were talking about stories, like short stories of games. Oh, right. And I, I stumbled across, like, I was we were talking about all the Minecraft <laughs> First Night stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were talking about Daisy stories and also mm. Red Dead mm. Redemption I was telling you about the ghost stories that people watch. Oh right well, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's the most recent game from Rockstar and the reason I picked it up because a new trailer for GTA 5 came out and I got a bit excited about that even though I'm I'm pretty bored, it just seems like it's GTA 4 set in a different city um, Haven't they all felt like that since like nah, the, the, the one in Miami was awesome well, it said, man. But i will say Yeah, in the yeah. Easy, so you so like... you play one of them, you grew up on one version of that game. And um and I played GTA 3, but I never played the storyline. I just mucked mm-hmm. around. And then I think when I first got the Xbox, one of the first games I got was Bully, which blew me away. It's still my top 5 favorite game. Um it's probably the most fun game you can play as well because I, the thing about it's like GTA, but you don't have to murder people. You just they have heaps of mini games, and... Um, you might like Mario Party, then. Mm, you don't yeah, have to kill anyone Yeah, but this is not just pressing one mini-game. button. You've got some sort no, of... No, sometimes you rotate the trackpad yeah, yeah. until you get a blister <laughs> on your palm. Um, sometimes it's button pushing. And uh, anyway, so it's the most recent full-on game. Like they, like Their game this year was... That one that was in a movie with Mark, Marky Mark came out ted no. <laughs> no they made a movie of it uh max Payne. that was uh, the game this year and then next year the game is gta 5 but yeah red dead redemption it's just this amazing world you go into and you're in the wild west kind of thing and you is it the wild wild west yeah but Jim it's Ross. just this amazing atmosphere you're in this world and and, and you're playing i play it, you know surround sound and you just feel like you're in it and stuff like that is there a hud um there's, like, a little map and stuff. Um, mm. But it, it's just super immersive. Like, there are ways to, like, skip to different missions. But it, it's uh, the the main thing I enjoy about it is just going... You get on your horse and you just ride between your missions and you're in the and there's times delaying. They do have the moon completely stuffed up. But you walk in the house, it, it's like a quarter moon... And you walk inside a house and when you walk back out, it's like a full moon again, which is stupid. But I guess for practicality purposes, if you want to play at night, they have to have a full moon all the time because you're not walking around with torches. Um, so, I can understand why they do that. But, um, but you know, I-, I don't know if you guys remember, but I think maybe when we were in high school or first year out of high school, we-, we together used to talk about this ultimate video game. And we had this idea of like it would be set in sort of Northern Australia and you, you go pig hunting. And that was sort of <laughs> That's the That's what we came up with. Yeah. No, I think that was James's idea, which we brainstormed. But yeah, I well, remember. Or maybe it was my idea and then we brainstormed and branched yeah. out, but you would you you would have, it would sit the, the game would be centered around a town yeah. and you go out and hunt pigs to to do stuff, but then there's all sorts of activities like you could play cricket at the local <laughs> oval and stuff like that. And you could play two up. Two up, yep. Yeah. Um, Buy a beer. Upgrade yeah, your stereos. Yeah, upgrade your guns for shooting stuff. And, and that's how you make money, is by shooting animals. And um, and that's what they've done with Red Dead. It is that game. Like, they've listened to what we said back in 2002. Oh, I've or got whatever. a new follower. Heads up. Hey, Donna D. Yo, Donna D. You have? Yep, just uh, saying. Sorry. I think she already follows the fang around Yeah, uh, Maybe she started. She came, she's been in this shed, and she didn't Whoa. get freaked out, unlike. Oh bullshit! What she trying back? to sell to just? Has LA's? she been back? No, because none of hey. them will come back. I would totally get her back, Donna. D, listen, come on the show. Um, so they've done made- with a lot. Donna, uh, I know. All right. I know. Okay. Have you had um, Bernie Mac on the show? No, but she would is come curious? on. She's yeah, still I around. I yeah, I saw her the other day, and she wanted to um, get the old crew back together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she I wanted because because before I went <laughs> you to never Brisbane... met her. <laughs> met her once, briefly. You've never met Bernie Mac? I don't think so. Uh-huh. She's a filmmaker now. Or, sort of. Um, so, they've made our game in Red Yeah, dip. they made that game. You can go out, and I think it has co-op modes where you can actually go out together and hunt animals together... Um, They have like game, like we had, you know, we had the idea for different games like two up and cricket. You can go, I think you can go to the pub and gamble and do all these sideshow games and it's all atmospheric and you can hunt animals, you can skin them and they basically made that our dream game. That's pretty. cool. I played cool. it for a little bit and we're like, "Yeah, I want it for right, like thirty like, seconds." You're like, "I just want to shoot them." I yeah, want to get into the story and no, unless you're sick of seeing stuff. I was playing. And then you play I I, yeah. I played the game and one of these characters that I sort of come to like almost died and almost started crying because I was. See, I didn't want that. I didn't, want, the, I didn't, I didn't want that kind of. I don't want that kind of depth. I don't want to be crying. Um, What's wrong with a bit of squirt? Just from the eye. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. Not, what I'm, not why I play games. But anyway, the, yeah, the GTA the second trail for GTA is out, and they're going to have three characters, but they, of course they're all male. They still haven't had a female character. Oh, so Misogyny Express. I know. Doot, I know doot, we're, we're, a fem- we're, we're a Star feminist games. podcast, and I'm going to say We are that. T- super feminist. Yeah. In fact, I'd describe us as fem-nazis. Yeah. And w- this show is political correctness gone mm. mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially. I made the female when I played Saints <laughs> Row. Uh, the lead, a female. There was was I a don't know if you play GTA f- yes, um, no. 4, but uh, this is a spoiler I'm going to talk about. Oh, um, whoop, whoop. But you start... This is a dating mechanic in GTA 4 where you can date girls, um, but one of them sort of plays into the story where you... And she turns out to be an undercover cop. Oh, man. Um, and she's for... Rockstar standard. she's a pretty interesting character and i was hoping when they were going to bring out the expansion packs where they had different stories in the same city i was like man it'd be awesome to see her her side of the story but from a police's perspective you know it'd be awesome but of course the two expansions comes out one was in a bike again one you're another gangster it's just such a generic thing and that's what gta 5 seems like you're just playing another three different gangsters but one of them happens to be black um, so that's their diversity. The you know. Um. Yeah, why don't they? I mean, it would be cool angle. Like, mm. if you could play GTA 3, you know what would be cool? If you could play, no, sorry, GTA 3. If you could play a GTA game, the mm. first playthrough you can play through is the criminal. Mm. And, you know, sometimes, you remember in Mario Kart, right? You'd set the first lap and then you could race against yourself as a ghost? Mm. Mm. Imagine if you could play through oh, the wow. game, right? Yeah. And yeah. based on your behavior, it created an AI. Wow. So it would record your sort of response. So it'd be recording. It'd be setting certain rules for how you like to play, and then the second playthrough, you play through as a cop after yourself, and that AI would be responding in the way mm. you know it's clocked sixty, eighty hours of your style of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. That then you get to be a nice. cop and try to take yourself down. Wow, that's free Rockstar. Give it out, <laughs> free. Take full of it. the ideas, man. Um, well, you know, we're internet archiving this so we can. yeah mm. Um, But that's... But we're a creative consultancy firm, essentially. We're a think Mm. tank. Come to us with your problems. We get creative on a regular. Yeah. I just wish... Even, like, the expansion pack for Red Dead Redemption, guess what it was? Yeah. Zombies. (laughs) Oh, fuck (laughs) me. Why? 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 I actually would have loved, like, GTA 4 if one expansion pack was, like, this alien race and landed in the city and you had to fight them off. That You be know cool. what would be cool? Would well, be cool. we've done GTA like, 80. Even the like, zombies would have been more fun in GTA 4 in a city not out in the desert, you know. Um, well, I mean, uh, GTA what? Which one was in the 80s? Miami. 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 Well, are they going to do Vice. one in the future? Vice city. I don't know. Pretty cool. That's why Saints Row the 30s. Mm. Is well, it? you know what? The latest Call it's of like Duty. Okay. Thing. Another thing I've been consuming, Black Ops. yeah, say it's through the Throat, yeah, that's in the sort of in the future, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the latest Call of Duty, I started playing that, my brother lent me his copy uh, on the PlayStation 3 and the opening is just so bad that I, mm. even though the reviews say it's better, a better single player than the previous versions, it's got to get good soon because the first half an hour to hour is just so bad. They even have cutscenes which I don't think they've ever had a Call of Duty game before. You sort of the the storytelling in Call of Duty is all like you get integrated. thrown into this there's like a briefing you get thrown in and the story's given to you like over the radio as people like do this, do this. This they actually have like cheesy sort of cutscenes of Oh, it's just, I thought I was playing a joke. Someone, I thought I was in a Darren Brown experiment again. Like, people making <laughs> a joke saying, a time, <laughs> this is going to be... I think it sets you up with this paranoia. Yeah, watching yeah, Watching it, you're like, what if this is like... Yeah. Sometimes I wonder that. I do think God sometimes is watching me and giving me clues and I, I really should pick up on them, but I don't... Yeah, he's got bigger... So he's got to balance all these Milky mm. Ways and galaxies. The other day sure. I he was... Can't, um, he can't pick up. Think about you, Jay. Yeah, well, I mean, the other day I <laughs> sorry. Um, the other day I was having a a kebab. Uh, I had I had some Wank. brandy, so I was yeah. going to have a brandy and I was soda. Say brandy. And and then I was and then I there was some wine that I could have. I was going to have the wine, right? But of course, I knew <laughs> in my head that it was a bad idea because you shouldn't mix drinks. You'll wake up tomorrow with a headache, right? And I. The, my wine glass just tipped over <laughs> that's because you're an alcoholic was, <laughs> I think it was God saying don't drink that glass of wine but of course I just pour myself <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like fuck you <laughs> um, where were you when I needed a movie deal <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've got this new job where I'm doing stuff in Osmond Park I was saying Oh. And, Light industrial uh, zone And I just deal with a lot of receptionists now I bet you'd love that Oh, I'm loving it And <laughs> What's uh, the job? Just delivering mail I'm basically like a, a cross between a postman and a career Cool and, Have you got a uniform? Do you wear a safari suit? Uh, no, just it's just a generic shirt and it's weird because there's other companies in Oswald Park that obviously have bought the shirt from the same supplier. So, they have yeah. the exact same shirt to me, but just have a different label on it. I've probably got the same shirt. Yeah. There's, like, two companies that do team shirts, yeah, yeah. and they're fucked. It's awful. So, you drive around just delivering post off, like, post uh, Yeah, I basically pick up their mail from the from their PO box and deliver it to them. What are you driving? Just my car. Oh. Yeah. Um, So, so that- the 911 or the, <laughs> the the echo over T- oh, okay. I'm just keeping our appearances for <laughs> listeners. Yeah, sorry. Um, but I deal with a lot of receptionists. Uh, only one of them is male. And um, do you deliver his post last? <laughs> <laughs> just bin it. And he's in. I hope he's not listening because he's an he's a strange guy. He's, like, I think he's American or Canadian. He's North should've American. You should have said there were two. There, there, to clarify, there are two, two male secretaries, aren't there? Why? In case one of them's listening. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not you. It's the other <laughs> one we're talking um, about. And he, he wants to take the mail from me in the bag, right? And then he empties the bag itself onto the shelf behind him. Uh, and then he gives the bag back to me. You know, he's got this process, like, he's very specific. And he's North American, I'm not sure. but So he's got an accent, and he's like in his late 40s to early 50s, I think. So I'm like, what are you doing in this job? Um, and it's nothing wrong with him. Like, he's maybe like an amazing receptionist, but. Um, and he seems pretty on it. He's got his process and everything. But anyway, the women. The women. Um, but there's, there's, I've already got a crush. <laughs> and, of course. Uh, how long have how long yeah, you been yeah. working there? <laughs> have you even done a shift a yet? I've <laughs> <laughs> <How long laughs> been working in two weeks, and yeah, um, and, and it's it's a bit of a swap. Like I had this one crush, and then someone I, better I came along. Yeah, <laughs> someone better. Um, well, because there's one. Why did you it's find a, a married classic, woman? A classic, and classic. Now it's on. The classic story that plagues me a whole life. Like the the the, in the first the one you like is the one in the first week, week. No, the one in the first week was um, I liked and right, and that was fine. But then in the second week. The one that I thought that was the stuck up bitch turns out to be the nicer one.
1: Well, um you're breaking down areas to
0: the to the delivery yeah, guy. Yeah, and she always, uh, since she's gotten used to me delivering her mail, um, she's really nice to me, and she always really wears really nice hair bands, the whole back of hair. <laughs> and so, I'm, background for listeners: James is really into girls' hair. Yeah, that's my thing. I don't. I'm, I'm some people are boobs man, some people are legs man, or whatever. I'm a hair FX man. Likes hair. So, I'm thinking Christmas, <laughs> I should buy her a really nice headband. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> so You'll be fired from your job. Christ, you know, if it doesn't go well, you have to see her like everything. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. But it's not, I'm not going to. That's a bit creepy. I'm though. not going to put any weight on it saying you have to accept a date from me. I'm just going <laughs> to give it to her. That's going to be even weird. What, you're just going to like. Listeners at home can't see, but you're just going to rock up with this thing and just be like... Well, the aim is up until... Off. For the next month up until Christmas, i to try and court. find out her first name <laughs> and then just Shit. in slip into the you can't into do- the mail, the hairband in a, in an envelope with her name on it. Oh so no, no, that's her- super <laughs> creepy. <laughs> you can't be a normal trick of looking at their credit cards when they bought them. <laughs> no, no, no. Because the ball's... The, the ball's on the... The shoe's on the other see, foot that, now, isn't it? Because I think... You might be able to buy a gift that's, as an outsider mm. delivery boy, that's too good. Mm. If you buy her, if she's really into headbands, mm. and you buy her a headband, it could work well, oh, he really knows me, or she could just go, Why well, how the fuck does he know? How much has he been watching me and he thinking about me? He comes in here me? every day, and he's, like, creeping on me. Yeah. Mm. But headbands, not like, creepers not like I'm buying lacy lingerie or anything. It's pretty personal, though. She's going to wear it. Yeah. She doesn't and then to the the next spermed on it. She doesn't, she doesn't know. <laughs> well, if I keep it in its original wrapping? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's, it's, is that the take-home message you're getting from what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we did fang around back with White Skates Girl. Did I even tell you guys about White Skates Girl? White Skates I, Girl. I think I've heard about White Skates Girl. Yeah, well, this is a. I made videos about her on YouTube and stuff. <laughs> 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 um, But this girl, um, she was like a mystical object. While I was working at Chaos, I used to walk down there. She would overtake me. She'd wear all black, like, skin-tight clothing. She was a brunette, and her hair would fall in the and She'd wear white rollerblades, and she would skate past me... Uh, every day and I eventually found out she worked at Sienna's which is a restaurant right next to Kayla's and um it's like Romeo and Juliet with the tooth for and for the record in this situation I didn't make the first move um one day I was driving uh no walking home from work it's just my this was just down the road and she was skating past and she was on the other side of the road and she crossed over to my side and said hello and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, because turns out she's Brazilian, so she's like, <laughs> she's got a Brazilian accent. She's a Big fan of those old masseuse Hello.
1: And um,
0: so um, and she said hello, and then she floated off, and oh, I thought I was in a dream because you no, know, she had she had actively decided to cross the road. And by past me just just to say hello. Because she obviously knows me walking past, um, you know, every day. Because we obviously had the same shift at 6 o'clock. Um, so, for Christmas that year, I created a Christmas card. But I made it out of uh, her... Like, I made real sort of roller skates out of a card. And actually made wheels that actually turned. Like, you could flick them. And I put, like, a little hinge in the wheels. Of, so, the wheels Did on the roller Did you all out of yeah. your pubic hair? <laughs> Did you rub one out onto it? <laughs> no, no. Um, and then I gave it to her one day, um, and uh, it was funny the day that she, because you know, the funny thing is, as soon as I made it and I put it in my uh, my apron um, in the pocket, and she just disappeared for a while, and um, it wasn't till like Christmas Eve Eve that I finally saw her again. And I was walking home. She was still on a shift, but she was surfing the tables outside. And she saw me, came up to me, and hugged me. And while she was hugging me, I slipped it into her her apron pocket. And so, she didn't find it until she got home. And then uh, she got it. And then she asked me out on a date later on. Oh, what? So, this could work. This could be like... Yeah, that actually happened? Yeah. you never fucking tell us <laughs> anything. anything. Yeah, I think if you would following my Twitter account, you would have. Oh, you tweeted this, but we then you weren't even on Twitter that. back then. This is we like, can check. Oh well, sorry, I'm sorry. Our friendship had a bit this of a lull. This was the summer <laughs> <While of laughs> you, I wasn't on Twitter. <laughs> this was the summer of gaining weight to arrest <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and it worked. This is one of the <laughs> things I like, that worked. I like how you're just like you're trying, you're trying these theories. Yeah, yeah. Not the not the normal kind of. <laughs> <laughs> the, tried and tested ones but you're like developing hypothesis yeah yeah on your hypothesis hypotheses hypotheses I don't know you're a scientist what do you develop I only develop one at a time so yeah oh. hypothesis what, you- can't do two. Hmm. I like yeah. how you're developing your own hypothesis yeah, and yeah. testing it does it work yes mm. no let's try the headband in between the envelopes trick. oh yeah yeah sealed in plastic
1: in um, its original packaging.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How are you wow. going to address it to it? D- to receptionists. No, that's so why I'm hoping to find out her name, in the next month. Or How do you gonna- introduce yourself? Hey, I'm James. I. That's probably what I should do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm James. That's, you know. You. I'm worried that I you may. her come here often. Sh- I'm worried <laughs> she may have introduced me on the fir- my first week, but because I was. It was just too many necks na- because everyone was introducing me. I um, I can't remember it, so I'm worried she'll be like, "You, you just, don't even remember my name." Well, you know, you could just be like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot your sorry, name. yeah, sorry," and then she'll go um, like, "I never fucking told you, you creep. <laughs> <laughs> just give me the mail." <laughs> um, and then you can say, "I'll give you some mail." <laughs> you know what I mean? The other option I had was, uh, you know, I I mean I don't know how fanging around's gonna succeed when you move and Harry's gone, and, but. It'd be. I've always thought it'd be cool to have bang around business cards, which had the. Don't th- you get free business cards for cheap? Yeah. I mean, I want something nice that sort of explains how to subscribe and make Business a cards few are pretty cheap things. And then I could just drop down just like, you know. Yeah, oh, just like, by. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh, oh. My, Here's my, my card. cards for my podcast, they spilled out everywhere. Oh, I can't be bothered <laughs> mm. cleaning these up. I'm out of here. But the company she works for is. Don't say. Called. It. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll say it it because there's two companies in Osborne with the same name. Or this is just the initials ISS. What's my favourite building? Oh, the the International Space Station. Yeah. Holy shit. Sign. Maybe she's a front for the Mm. International Space Station. You could ask Um, her, this ISS building, is this anything to do with the (laughs) International (laughs) Space Station? (laughs) I didn't realise. Um, The other thing I've been doing is I've been cleaning my room. Whoa! (laughs) So I've real How grown up shit for the first time. Have you found in there? Well, I, I mean, obviously, I clean my room as in sort of like vacuum the actual floor, you know, once every two weeks or whatever. But the I actually did a real clean where a spring clean, looking behind the couch and moving looking the, the under things when and looking inside the cupboards. We've just chucked stuff in to get away from the vacuum cleaner to clean the floor, and um. <laughs> I, you know, the thing is, that this is the thing. I, mean, I don't know if you guys have this problem because you have stable relationships, but being single, Dirty tissues, all <laughs> it these just old piles crusted no. together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um,
0: <laughs> no, no. But like artifacts from girls, like girls just leave stuff behind. No, they do. They're like they just shed. And headbands. I think it's worse the, when you're. In a the thing is, like, time. I always, I remember when I was young, I was sort of naive, like, oh, maybe they left it behind because they want to come back again. But I think, may, I my other option is that they were just wanted to get out so fast they just ran out and they just left all their stuff behind. But this, maybe I've just got it, this pile of stuff. Maybe they're leaving it as a memento, like bit of mm, inspiration. For maybe them I them, know there's one girl, like she left a ring behind. I think that's what she did, like. She didn't really care, about it wasn't like a fancy ring, I think. She but just she left it for you. Um, like that girl who left that thing down at the beach house. <laughs> <laughs> the I pan? was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> the Do you know don't dog girl? <laughs> Did we call it Is dog girl because <laughs> <laughs> we, girl? we put about? the skirt on a dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She left the skirt behind and we put it on a dog. that. And Is this the, something that's, else? that's what I'm talking The of. legend of dog girl. Yeah. She came to Kale's. Was that awkward? I don't think she remembered me. I don't think I she... We were only really mean to her after she left... Then we started putting things on the dogs. <laughs> also, she like spilt her drinks all over the place. Yeah, yeah she was a bit out. And of she control. tried to flirt with Trin. and she he was in a. I relationship. think Brie was there as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, you know, we weren't mean to her. We were mean. About I mean, it, I put her, know, like, yourself in her shoes. She turns up in this this house. She doesn't know anyone. I mean, she, you know. Yeah, I, I would I, probably get that messy as well. Yeah, and <laughs> we were probably being dicks, really. Yeah. Um, I, don't remember I was ever thinking of being dicks at the beach house, <laughs> but do you no, would, would you ever not. try and give any of this stuff back? Uh, you know, it'd be good because do it's y- been. You know what it would do? Everything that it'd I found be... has been missing from their lives for a minimum of like eighteen months. So it'd be a good documentary. Yeah, so, a camera crew uh, following you around as you return these things and ask are these any ladies of value, or is it just like you know, it just Connie's and, and stuff? No, 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 diaphragms. There's just like bobby s- pins, spermicide. There's like t-shirts and butt plugs. <laughs> um, some there's like a pillow. Someone brought their own pillow over. Oh, that's nice for a sleepover. Yeah. Um, Someone left it. Rings. Um. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you? Of, of, I mean, mainly a lot of just clothing, detritus. Did you? Why don't you use this as? Material, you know, because my yeah, the only person that I'm interested to see again was the one who left the ring because the you know I I it's I would like to know why she even left the ring and then it never came back together. You know, maybe she just forgot about it. Maybe, maybe she didn't like the ring. Maybe maybe it's a cursed ring. <gasps> Have you had IBS since that ring's been around? <laughs> <laughs> no, one of the girls did give me IBS, so. <laughs> <laughs> and she left a singlet behind. Did you? Did you? um Do you remember me talking about that TV show, The Undateables, mm-hmm. about the yeah, yeah, various people yeah, yeah, with yeah, disabilities? Yeah, yeah. And one of the guys, I can't remember what was wrong with him. He he had a um, intellectual disability because some of them had physical ones or combinations or whatever. He only had an intellectual disability, and. um he was especially, um, and he, he was a romantic, a self-proclaimed romantic. He loved romance. He loved love. Um, he just wanted to find someone to love. He was a poet. He wrote all these poems and um, they were terrible. And he used to serenade women with poems and he'd always be doing this romantic thing. Anyway, um, he was, he was asked to list his likes, you know, the the cameraman or the interviewer asked him and he said, you know, Oh, I like, I love romance. I love pastor. I love this and things he doesn't like. Oh, noisy trucks, um, spicy food, and IBS. <laughs> just, like, those are the three things I don't like. This is like, oh, dude, just keep it to yourself. Uh, Who would like that? <laughs> As if someone's like, this is wicked. <laughs> or, you know what, I bet, there's, I bet there's websites. I bet people do love it. No. Yeah, you think that. Did you see that news article about that guy that's been arrested for like the fourth time on a farm? What was he banging? No, 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 no. He was he was just having a wank in the cow shit, rubbing it on himself. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I, we've talked about it on the podcast. That's though. the third time I think or fourth time he's been caught on the same farmer's property. You just get his own cow shit and take it to his house and do it. You'd think, no, nah. it's a thrill thing. He loves yeah. it. He loves a bit of it. I think he wants. To and be apparently, caught. he had a box of tissues with him. Like, he wants to clean up after himself or something. Hmm. Like, maybe he gets all caught up in the moment, and then afterwards he's, you know, like, oh, God, I can't believe I did that, you know, full of self-disgust and cleans himself up. I don't know. Did he cover himself in cow shit? Uh, I I couldn't really tell from the article. But, you know, it was pretty filthy. As you can imagine. Anything else? Um... Um, in. where is it? Alright. Oh, okay. So, well, this is part of my, my diet. Um, I, seeing uh, See how you have to get thin because you were too attractive? No, I would just... Because I'm not... I'm not out in the world seeking women at the moment. So, I just want to be comfortable as myself. So, you got to get thin. So, hold on. If you're out there lady hunting... I need to be fat. <laughs> when I'm being reclusive, I need to be skinny. Why are you going reclusive? You know, I would normally think... Shouldn't that you that always cuts. be out on it? No, because I'm working on stuff. Can you... I mean, w- I, 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 my only needs right now is... I don't know about is- those needs, <laughs> don't is I, about I need a, a, a muse, um, but... I don't think a muse has to be a girl. I want a be muse. <laughs> I have you yeah. guys as male muses. Oh, cool! It could just be a thing. Pun? Could be an object. A Song? Mm-hmm. No, I need a girl to. Th- I think a muse has a certain. I, I'm aspiring isn't? to be a writer. I have female characters. I need to spend time, part oh. of my time, in a female's head. You know, um, to get the perspective. Otherwise, I, I think that's really important when you want to be a writer. Um. Which, you know, I think it's a great deal for a girl. If there's any cool girls out there... um, What do they have to do to be your muse? Just, like, sit and... Well, they just have to talk talk about what they're doing, which most girls like to do anyway. Um, And they're not allowed to have sex with me. Because I have to... (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) have to be pretty serious. If you can contain yourself. yeah, Yeah. Um, It's a great deal. Like, wouldn't you... That's the ultimate thing for a girl, right? Um, So, you listen to them. Zoe would know what I'm talking about. She's listening... Um, on, on the new girl, they have this. They invented this term. I think it was them the idea the of a guy who's an emotional fluffer, and basically you do the fluffing for the, you handle the emotional stuff while other guys get all the sex. But that's why I want of a muse is I don't mind being the emotional fluffer because um, I want to get all this baggage so I can use that as my Couldn't film my writers. That? And why are you cutting? Why do you have to cut sex out of this equation? because you, you once you have sex with someone you feel sort of some sense of satisfaction, you sort of you either love them or you lose interest. there's no in between I find there's no more desire you know once you've seen it, you've seen it all <laughs> you know, as the Star Trek guy would say <laughs> jean luc Picard um <coughs> so yeah, the Fitbit um. It's just it's a little thing that sits on your... <laughs> belt. A little thing that sits on your belt and it's a 3D motion centre. It just calculates how many steps you take in a day. And it... it um, so, it's kind of like bullet-shaped. Can I have a look? Is yeah. it a suppository? It looks like a USB drive. Yeah, um, but it's Bluetooth and it syncs to your phone and then the phone sends it up to servers and then it syncs with your food diary and it offs... It... it, it, it equalises it because originally if you don't have one of these the food diary just assume you have to set what's your activity level for you know on average because some days I will um, you know I'll just be sitting on the computer all day other days I'll be running around you know doing at Avis or uh, delivering mail or playing hockey and you do way more that so this what just equalises and says if this basically tells the server if I've burned way more calories than normal, you should eat a shitload. Yeah, to make sure. It? Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah. Because to, I've got to hit work.
0: this target every day, and it's working. I've lost. I've been doing it for you, a month now, and I've lost five kilos. I got to say, you're, you're looking good. Thanks. So I so feel it, good because most pedometers are just like uh, up and down. It's probably you're, and you're probably adding. A fake, yeah. you're, you're probably adding. Kay just doing that. So, and they're so fake. So, this is actually has like a 3D thing in it. So, I can tell it between a step and like yeah, standing up. Yeah, you can get cheaper ones so. that don't count you. This has an ultimometer. So, it tells when you're going upstairs. Like, because I have to walk up a lot of office buildings in office Park. So that's why I got this one. Oh. Um, so. Well, I don't have to. I can take the lift, but slower. So, I figure I can get extra exercise by going upstairs. Yeah, I always take the stairs. So, with the pedometer, does it know if you've put condoms in your pocket? And you're like if you've got that intent? <laughs> so, I've taken 6,000 steps today. Whoa. And I haven't exercised. That's just normal day for me. Um, uh, I've gone up 14 flights of stairs. Obviously, I live in the second story. Um, I've walked 2.93 kilometers, I think, or miles. I don't even know. That's the one problem with the stuff. It's all in pounds and miles mm, and stuff. Yeah. And even if they have a translation option, it's it's always dodgy. Like, sometimes you, I still have to spend time on Wolfram Alpha or... Google Googling or oh, what's this in you know, my metrics is um, so I've burnt two thousand eight hundred forty. And so the thing is, right and that's without exercising. Um, um my diet is based on the fact that I only burned two thousand two hundred. So this is this enables to tell me I've got to eat another six hundred K more just I'll calories more. Slam down another can of yeah, V. The hearty beast, um, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like wine is big. Like this is like two hundred fifty calories. while I'm drinking here, so that's you have to think about that. Like obviously, if you're drinking vodka, it's no issues. But it's... <laughs> yeah, that's free, freebie, right? Yeah. there's no freebie. Yeah, no yeah. Calories yeah. We'll it's distilled it takes all the fat out of it, carbs. But I've been I've been enjoying riding the line. You know, like you you're like some days I I have to keep snacks around because suddenly I might start to feel like I'm about to faint so I have to eat something just to, you know, not so you're faint. having you're having the anorexic thrill, I think. <laughs> they're called it. Yeah, you really get a thrill because you, everything you put in your body, you feel it. Yeah. You feel it. Like, you can feel the energy. Like, if I, the you know, if I've got a big day ahead, I'll have, you know, some... I'll have cooked pasta for breakfast to carbo-load and, and I go out and I feel so much more energy. I've got so much more energy in my body from carbo-loading and, like... It's. What about have you spoken to your brother about this? (laughs) Yeah, shouldn't you be? Well, segueing into my next thing, I so I have to make an apology, um, because some episodes back I said that my brother was, (laughs) (laughs) I slandered him and said that he wanted to kill all the boat people. (laughs) Yeah, we had some form of clarification the other day, and it's not he doesn't want to vote kill the boat people. It's all his co-workers, and he says that he spends most of his time at work at the, you know at lunch or whatever arguing saying um, don't kill the boat people so oh. oh your brother's like a hero. He's like a civil rights I, activist. I, he possibly He's does right it. there on the front I'm line. Not sure. He's doing more not, than we done. I'm still not sure if he wants boat people at all. But, but at least see, he, he doesn't, doesn't he, want them he doesn't, dead. He doesn't want them dead. <laughs> so I'll, I'm apologising on the show, my oh, brother. Well, that's I'm big sorry. of you. Yeah. So fanging arounds off, you know, uh, publishing a retraction. Retraction, yeah. yeah. <coughs> um, Bless you, Fred. That's, what, that's one tenth of an orgasm, right? Adult rate. onset. That's what I've been consuming. Hey fever. Hey fever. No, Hay oh, fever. Sucks. I've never had it before in my life. It can happen. Um, Campbell. Yeah, so I've got two things noted down. I stayed up and watched. Um, We're only just getting through consumption. I know. We usually blaze through this. Well, we had yeah. heaps of follow up and stuff. Yeah. We usually. Uh, I watched the remake of John Carpenter's classic Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Not even really worth talking about. Is uh, that the one that's got heaps of Capuero in it? Uh, no, no, that's <laughs> District Thirteen. Come. Uh, Was that Bond film? Not Capoeira, but, you know, they're going over buildings, like, French... Parkour. Parkour, yeah, that's right. No. No, no, it doesn't have parkour in it at all. Uh, Yeah, not even really worth talking about. I watched it. It was on. It was really disappointing. Okay. Okay. You know, like, uh, the setup was kind of cool, and then I just kept watching it, like... Have you seen the original? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, It was no good. No good. Mm. There are a couple of moments where the director was trying to be really clever... Or trying to do something really beautiful, and then it was... (coughs) But it wasn't consistent. There was no consistency to it, and it didn't have anything to do with the film. So, it just seemed really out of place. Like, you do these great shots, Mm. and you just be like, well, this isn't that sort of film, or why are you doing this all of a sudden when the whole rest of the film's been like that? The tone was really uneven and weird and bad film. Um, And I also watched this show on SBS, and I cannot remember the name of it. And what have I written down? What's my show note? SBS show on teen homosexual sex change couple. So that's what the show Catchy was about. It was a couple swapping sexes. Okay, so it was a, it was a it was a couple. I think they were both like 16 maybe. This was in England. It's a documentary. Hmm. Um and the the TV show was called like whatever their names were like Sam and Dave or whatever. And it was a English couple. So it was two guys. Well, it's two teens in a homosexual relationship hmm. and two male teens. But they were both originally born females and they're both transitioning gender together. But they're a couple. So, they're both physically women in a homosexual relationship, but they gender identify as men. And they're, one of them was undergoing... Sorry, they were born censorship. as women. They're both born as women. Okay. They identify as men. They live as men. One of them's undergoing gender reassignment so taking hormone replacements and they live together and it was just it just followed them over like a year maybe it was really cool so some parts at some point they're actually heterosexual couple while they're in transition between i don't think having two half men half women is but one, one of them's getting one. surgery, though. No, one of them's having hormone replacement. Oh, okay. And at the end of it, the other one had started hormone replacement because they weren't yet old enough to start oh, right, at the, the beginning yeah, of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. But they were... It was just amazing to look at sort of the prejudice that, and the, the hostile environment that they were living in and stuff. Mm. Like, all their parents were really supportive of it or, you know, like, had come to terms with it and were being supportive about it. But just like, general, broader society having issues with it. And it was mm. just really interesting. And, to, you know, it's kind of sad as well to think that, you know, there's people struggling with these things still. Mm. It's like 2012, you know? It's crazy. But also, like, kind of magic that you can think, wow, these people are, like, feel this way and there's things we can do about it, mm. you know? It's pretty amazing.
1: So, I two guess thumbs it also, up. It's on SBS view, so definitely It's a big, it's it a big
0: issue whether if you discover you, that you're psychologically the wrong gender at a young age, right, you, I think it's not legal to do it until you're 18 or 21 and depending where you live, you know, when mm. you become an adult to do it. And so there's a lot of people like petitioning court saying, Hey, I want to do it while I'm young. And it's like, well, maybe it's just going through a phase, you know? Yeah. I had, um, I think that's fair two enough. childhood friends who were, um, completely from different so, uh, social circles who were, uh, cross-dressers. Um, you know, they, while everyone else was playing Nintendo and Transformers, that they wanted to dress up with the girls and do stuff. And I met one of them again after, uh, like, recently. Like, he's an actor, so I met him through film circles. And another one of them, um, I either, I think he added me on Facebook so I was quite curious to see if they were gay. You know, what's their sexuality? Um, um but I couldn't so I and I, I sh I thought um the, the one the actor who hang out with a bunch of my film friends hung out with all my other gay friends. Like that's how I re met him was because he was hanging out with all my other my gay friends in the film industry, right? and of not just I, I it's just say homosexual because I, I think gay assumes I don't know what gay means anymore but there were lesbians and males like I'm not saying not screaming with one sex but um uh so, so I sh- I just assumed that oh yeah he's turned out gay and that maybe that explained why he was a cross-dresser when he was uh, and I'm not saying like that as a bad thing um but then I, I, he's, he's, I'm still friends with him on Facebook, and now he seems to have a girlfriend. So maybe he's just, I can't tell if they're just like, she is her his beard, or whether they're in a relationship or not. I'm not sure. Confused. I'll never know. Uh, well, it's like a girl you hang out with, to be sort of your girlfriend, but you're not in a sexual relationship. Okay. Um, a friend. Yeah, a friend. Um and uh the other guy deleted me off Facebook. I don't know why. I mean I'm pretty sure he added me and he deleted me. And we never interacted while we're actually friends on Facebook. Maybe just part of a cult So I never got to find out about from him um what his deal is. But um I also I did a documentary when I was at film school um, with transvestites. And quite of, uh, of the five that we interviewed, two of them, I think at least two of them, maybe three of them, said that they're they not actually interested in gender reassignment at all. They actually want to be men who dress up as women. Yeah, that's the thing as well. They identify as being a man who wants to dress up women and has sex with men. They're not actually interested in the idea of having the surgery at all yeah one of yeah. um one of my partner's friends in mexico he is does all sorts of stuff but one of the things he does is kind of like i guess queer performance art and mm-hmm. stuff and he does he does a lot of transgender man dressing up mm-hmm. as women but the sort of drag that he's interested in drag i'm not <sighs> sure. i'm sorry is if i'm sad bad pun yeah maybe no no okay <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm trying to if I'm using any terminology incorrectly, but the sort of the sort of cross gender dressing he's interested in is the kind where it's not an aesthetically successful thing. Mm, yeah, <laughs> where yeah, it's yeah. not like it's more footy show drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's but he does identify as a gay man, mm. but his his cross dressing isn't like it isn't the sort of mm. um, uh, Mardi Gras style like. It's, you know, where the, it's all glitter and it's high heels and it's so overly done. And it's not the style of um, kind of ladyboys where it's invisible. It's like that sort of mm-hmm. ugly drag, I think he, he described it as to mm-hmm. me. So, it's just he puts on a dress but with chest hair and... yeah. Yeah, and the makeup's crap, yeah, and it's yeah, really yeah. obvious—it's a dude in a dress. But mm. that's what he likes doing. Yeah, it's like they—they d- they don't want to be male, they don't want to be female, they want to be on the fence, you know. But but all these, yeah, all the borders are just so arbitrary, mm. you know. Yeah, they're yeah. just they're just such fabrications. They're cultural. Mm. So so anyway, people want to slice it and cut it and transgress. It's you know kind of magic and weird and wonderful. Because I mean, I wasn't I wasn't I was just the the sound guy in this film, and the the director went in asking questions like. We want to promote the idea that you guys should be feel free to have, you know, gender reassignment and have the surgery you want, you know. I was like, uh, I don't want to. I like where I am, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe that's due to the expense of having surgery. I don't know. No, oh, because you could be, <clears throat> I imagine, into drag into dressing as a woman and then you can actually feel like a woman trapped in a man's body. yeah but there's um, there's people that dress up on the weekends and do drag this person we went to the house and they're all living like dressed up as a woman now i got to say in that show I watched about the the couple that were um, that were transitioning one of them uh, had purchased what's called a packer I now know Mm -hmm. and I think we should start referring to them as carry packers (laughs) but it's a packer which is like a dildo like a you know rubber schlong, with a ball sack, and you wear it. You pack your undies with it, so you give a bit of a bulge, hmm. right? Yeah. So they purchased a packer, okay, and then they were modding it at home, <laughs> right? <laughs> so their idea, and they this person had obviously you know this 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 guy had obviously researched it a lot. They wanted to be able to piss through it, hmm. as so they've got female, um. It's- yeah, female genital region. And um, they were going to have like a funnel that they urinate through that then urinates through this packer. So, essentially, they had the silicon dildo, basically. And then they got a rod that they hit up over the oven. And then they melted through it. Okay? So, I'm watching this thing and I'm freaking out. <laughs> because it's just a rubber dick. It doesn't look amazing. Is it, is it normal sized or is it... They could you like could get huge builder. ones, and yeah. and he was sort of saying these are stupid. Mm. You know, he got I think he got the extra small, which was like I'd be pretty happy with that. <laughs> that. And the the big ones were like that one we got you, James. Yeah, or the, <laughs> which the regular. Which I I found, I finally refound it behind my couch after, after about yeah, after a day below ten to... ten layers of um fluff. Yeah, of it was rubbish and stuff that I've just chucked my couch. It needs to be boiled. Yeah um yeah they were huge like really enormous and the, anyway they got this modest size one that was still you know decent um anyway head up this thing on the iron and it, she's sorry he is just poking through this to get through and then heating it up and and i and i was just, i said to liz because we were watching it together, my partner i said to her that's the test if you're actually believe that you're a man and you want to transition that's the test they should give you can you put this <laughs> hot rod through a Dildo, a uh, dick, dick replica without squirming and, and <laughs> because if you can't, I don't think you're really a man. Because yeah, yeah. my gut was churning watching mm. it, and you know my scrotum was sort of rec- receding, <laughs> you know, retreating into my abdomen, and um, I was just oh. But was this person? No, no, no It was very business like. We could get through here. I can piss through that, mm. and I was just going no You're not ready. <laughs> when I when I was doing it my. Made me Ill. <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing my research for porn, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so you did think about doing uh, a porn, filming it? Oh, I've talked about this before. I wanted to make the ultimate porn film. I don't like porn. I don't watch it at all. Right a- until like I remember that's you, what Gary Glitter said, though. You know, like I remember you used he to said always he watched it as used research. To, yeah, but like, I mean, you, know, like- you used to come over and troll me by setting my desktop background as gose.dot.cx and all the stuff. That's like not, that not porn. porn <laughs> Business? Is that what you thought porn was? Is it like, well, right. And he, yeah. Yeah. he's, he's never- like, no, I want like busty women like so I, 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 I never, I don't watch porn except for this one phase where I was like, I want to make the ultimate porn film so I did a lot of research and I came across this <laughs> genre <laughs> of... It was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I've I heard, came I've across... i heard that before. I came across this genre of porn where it was sort of like giant black dicks, you know, um... <laughs> <laughs> but it was, like, it wasn't... They didn't just get real black guys with giant black dicks. They got, got black guys and then gave them giant black dildos, right? Which have, like, sort of super social action. So, when they do the cum shot, it just sprays this woman with, like, you know, 20 litres of, like, liquid, white liquid at the same time. And I just found a whole genre of Griffith videos. It was just this, um... And it was quite amazing. Um, and I, th- I think that kind of... Um, that sort of uh, relates back to the question we had last week from a listener. Hmm. Saying, uh, if porn is for men... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do all the male porn stars have such big dicks and yeah, are yeah. so buff? Generally? Yeah. And I think... That, and I was saying, you know, part of, I think it's the spectacle. Spectacle, yeah. And it's it. wish fulfilment, I think, as well. Yeah. And this really, you know... we, You know, fake breasts, mm. all shaved... Guys that are ripped with huge dicks. I mean, it's not enough. We need to get guys with like mm. you know, five foot dicks. Well, that's why I wonder who was it is ma- is it made for white guys who wanna who kind of wanna suspend their disbelief and think that black guys can really ejaculate twenty litres of liquid in a second? Like Well, there's that whole kind of there's that slightly you know, there's that pretty racist angle that gets played a lot in the porn industry of um the black otherness you know mm. the the black kind of uh, barbarians you know pillaging and raping the, uh, the blonde women sort of thing and whether it's overt or we- you know where uh, or whether it's kind of pushed into the background a little bit i think that's a framing reference that's constantly used you know there's there are these racial stereotypes that get played out again and again mm-hmm. and i think that really taps into one of them but again, it's that whole circus thing as well. That whole mm. carnival esque yeah. um you know, the you know, we wanna see the most ridiculous out because, there things. Yeah, I mean in that in my porn research phase, the things I was most It's called puberty like, jets. Yeah, I like how he tries to elevate <laughs> it above us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. It's just I get off on things that are, are different. I don't get off on porn. That's I'm not saying that I'm better than someone. I'm just like, I, that doesn't get me off. I don't find it... Uh, it doesn't do it for me, you know? But the, the things that I was most interested in my research is, like, the most penetrations, <laughs> simultaneous penetrations oh possible, Christ. you know? Like, women with, you know, two wangs up one hole and three <laughs> in the mouth, you know? Like, it's... Um So you were looking at it as like a Guinness World Record? Yeah, as like of an thing. extreme like thing like, you know, 'cause I I I, just, I was writing my extreme porn movie. I wanted to see what was just the most extreme, you know, porn without having to get into bisecting cocks and stuff like that. Um Was your story going <laughs> anywhere? No. Um, <laughs> End of story. Bisecting cock. <laughs> <Right>. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do we want to talk about anything else before we move into question of the week? Hold on, <laughs> What's that? You started off with a point. There was a point to this story. Yeah, you. you no, like we're talking about somewhere. the spectre one. That's what I'm saying. That. Oh, was what, okay. During okay. my research, was like you saw some amazing. I was things. trying to find a video that had the most penetration, simultaneous penetrations. You know. And. What did you find? What were your findings? Did Just you publish it? Whole paper was it peer reviewed? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was Nothing. there was two. Well, the most that I could find was there was two in each downtown <laughs> yeah. hole. Uh, she had one in each hand, and she had three in the mouth at the same time. That's a lot of stuff. So what's that? One, two, three, five. I can't even. Six, do seven, eight, nine, nine, nine was the most I could find. If anyone's got any better, <laughs> <you> can- <laughs> Give in it in the mail, if hanging around Toko. <laughs> oh Christ. Science for any occasion. Look, we got stuff we can Wait, roll over We have over to do some to science week. stuff. Yeah, Fred, what's science of the because week? Just will listen to us and hope that we've got some <laughs> <science>. <laughs> um, Well, this is what we're missing. This is why we need so, Jacinda. So, follow up, Fred. You've had a week since last week. On science? No, oh, just Del Hayes. What's oh, the update? Oh, fuck. Oh, I haven't seen her, so <clears throat> no news. So okay, what? what's your science news then? Fred, you've got to bring the science, man. I found this one cool thing. This is actually in my corner. It's a game done by the MIT Game Lab where <clears throat> as you play the game, the speed of light slows down, so you start to till it becomes like approaching a walking pace and the whole world distorts and colours change like it would as per Einstein's <laughs> special relativity. <laughs> That's the nerdiest thing. I've ever yep. <laughs> well. Wow. What is it? So actually, it, accurate simulation of what would happen. It's a very, it's an accurate simulation of what would happen if the speed of light was like, <clears throat> you know, ten kilometers an hour. <clears throat> Pardon me. So you collect these orbs, and as you collect orbs, the speed of light effectively slows. slows down till it approaches you. And then, does the game get harder to play? I think it just it gets just trippy because everything's all distorted and weird. Is it? Did they just lower the frame rate really? <laughs> no. Come on! Watch the video. Everything just goes weird and colorful. <laughs> So, I haven't actually played it yet. That's the only science news I've got. Wow, cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Mars Curiosity rover has uh, started testing for radiation on the surface. Um, obviously, they tested for radiation on the journey over, and they're trying to keep track of it to say, um, can humans handle this level of radiation? You know, mm-hmm. can they survive it, and... So far, so good. You know, I mean, there might still you still need something in your spacesuit to protect you, but other than that, it it seems like it's in the realm of current technology. Yeah, just wet towels under the doorstop, probably. Um, Um, But water isn't insulated from radiation. Wow, so wet towels under the doorstop would work. Yeah, I think when the spaceships go to Mars, they'll have the actual water tank for their water supply will be on the in the skin of the aircraft carrier because that will reduce the radiation going. However. Uh, my partner's recently gotten into Io, the planet on Jupiter's... Planet. Oh, yeah. Which Io's been, pretty cool. She brought it up just recently and was like, I heard about this. And I was like, cool. Is that the one with the methane? Yes. Did a project on that. So, um, they've got lakes and and rivers of methane. No, you're thinking and Titan. No, sorry. Am I? Titan's the biggest moon of Saturn. Do they... Io's got... It's a big volcano planet and mm. they, they flew a satellite through the volcanic plume... From one of their volcanoes, even though it was like five hundred kilometers from the surface. You know? Yeah, it blows shit out of its atmosphere. Yeah, all the time, and it's like they think it's, it's very much alive. <clears throat> they think its core is like molten, like uh, boiling or something. Mm. So it's because of the gravity and, and that it's being put under and the stresses. It's like flexing all the time. Hmm. So the outside's all cracked, but the inside's like molten and boiling hot and it shoots shit out because it's being superheated. Um I was reading about <clears throat> something about um Olympus Mons, the 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 mountain on Mars. Mm-hmm. Volcano. Volcano, sorry. Um if you're standing on the top of it, you can't see the end of the mountain mm. because of the curvature of Mars. And it's also the tallest mountain in the solar system. Well. Yeah, it's the tallest mountain in the solar system, which is amazing. It's like six times as tall as Everest or something. But because it's so big and wide, yeah, if you stand on the top, the edge of the mountain is actually like beyond the horizon. Hmm. Um, if you walked up it, you probably wouldn't even realise you were walking up it on its on its gentlest incline because it is so large. Hmm. It's so gentle on its gentlest side. And I think... In theory, from the top of it, you can jump out of orbit. Yeah, well, that's jump. I because, it, because It's, it's so up- high. It, yeah, 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 It's, it's like you can, you can jump and you're in space. It penetrates. I don't universe. know if a human could jump, but oh. I'm sure they can make a spaceship that's a lot easier to take off. That from essentially there. jumps. Yeah. Yeah. It's less energy to get into the orbit. It's, like, it's, yeah, it's like nothing. It's essentially nothing. <coughs> <coughs> Which uh, makes me wonder why they haven't landed in a spacecraft on yet. But I guess they need more money. Yeah, anyway, that's a bit of space news, some stuff. We th- we found a lost planet. I don't get why it's a planet and not an asteroid. What? They're adding a new planet? No, no, it's a planet. It's like it's not attached to any solar system. So, oh, it's just floating around it. in the middle uh, between... But isn't that just an asteroid then? No, because this might have an atmosphere. Oh, is that what defines a planet? But if it... We so. wouldn't have enough light from other stars to get energy for things to no, live it'd on it. would be totally or, dead at yeah. like five degrees Kelvin. Yeah. How do you know? The inside of it could be doing shit. It mm. could be radioactive or something. If it, what? So, you knows. think if it's... we keep, if we we keep, keep a really big planet, gravity, is, gravity would still create energy inside it? Well, who knows what it's caused, man. Gravity doesn't of. create energy. You need fusion for that to happen. And then you get a star. So, why is the centre of the Earth warm? It's either leftover, or I think there's lots of radioactive decay going on in there. I thought it was just the energy of things compressing that. Causes, no, it cause I can, and- you can compress oh I guess if you have a, a bunch of gas and you compress it down, it will get hotter <coughs> so it might be left overheat but it's not actually generating any heat through purely through gravity hmm. so a sun compresses things until they get hot enough to undergo fusion but if that happens it'll be a star but who knows we're always you know we're always changing the rules maybe things can live in absolute coldness um fang fang and car news. um Tesla S is winning a bunch of awards, including the Motor Trend Car of the Year. Is Motor Trend a big organisation? Like, uh, everyone's raving about it winning this award. I've never even heard of it. Apparently before. it is. Yeah. The only reason I know about it is because it's always like, hey, Motor Trend Car of the Year. Okay. And it's like, uh, what is Car of the Year or yeah. something? That's the other But one. I also heard that it didn't just win, because electric is actually a really good, nice to drive. And, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it looks amazing. I would love it. A Tesla. Did, like this. It did that amazing drag with the M5. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, would love an electric good. car right now because the more I save on fuel, the more I get paid because I get paid in my fuel. That you know, my job. ride a motorcycle. I, 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 have to, I can't carry all the stuff that okay. I carry on. Once uh, Volkswagen Up comes with, uh, releases their electric model. Just look into it, man. Hmm. Volkswagen Up. Apparently, um, Can I clarify? Apparently, according to the internet, so I don't know how true this is. <laughs> the most true? The centre of the Earth's hot because uh some is left over from when the Earth formed. Some of it's been generated by gravitational pre- pressure. But not just the squeezing. I think it's as the tides happen, the sort of whole Earth like wobbles and gets squished. And so it's grow the grow. moon that's causing that. Yeah, kind of. And the other half. Oh, the moon's Some of it's radioactive point. decay. Mm-hmm. Surely the moon's gravitational force isn't very powerful on the core of the Earth. I mean, on the oceans, because they're liquid, because they're so flippy-floppy, but surely not on the core. All compressed and under too much pressure for the moon to do anything. I don't know. Wouldn't you think? I mean, gravity's not particularly Because it's like twisting it all and just sort of moving it around, you know? Just stirring it slowly. Maybe it's just enough. Yeah. Maybe it's enough that it's just, you know, keeping things going in there. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um questions of the week. Um got our my parents came to visit last week and at dinner we got in a huge argument about this. Um should you have to pass a drug test to get the doll? No. No. Well, why? Because if you're breaking the law, should you get the government's money? And a lot of jobs people who have jobs have to pass drug tests to keep their job. So I why think, if you're getting what, free money? What jobs do you have to pass a drugs test? Yeah, Apart from like, football. Working on the mines. <coughs> working in the mines. So yeah, it could be random drug So people drug with high paying jobs. It's <laughs> always so <he's-> could be <laughs> subject to a random drug test. Yeah, see, I don't like that. Who, what business is it of a of a? Well, the argument is that you shouldn't be doing. They work it. on a site, so you need to. If you do drugs, you're unsafe, and then it's not. And then so you can't have some people in the company having it, not ever. So it's just company wide. So even though you work at an office, doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, I'm not totally pro drug testing, but I can You can't come up with a valid argument that isn't just. It's not fair because if people want to do drugs they should just be allowed to do no, but, with drugs. Um, you know the the thing is uh, okay, so there was it was divided. Like my mum and my brother, uh, who are the only people in our family who have high paying jobs, um were like, Yes, you should be drug tested to keep keep your job, right? Um uh, myself and my dad um are like well Who are like junkies? <laughs> Um, we guys sharing a bucket at the time. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> no, no, we're just like if <laughs> what what happens if you you're in the corner? What meh. happens if you're what happens if you're a drug addict you, and you're you, trying to get clean? You need you need you have this desire for drugs. It wouldn't matter. And only, like you your only your only source of income, which is the doll, gets rejected. What do you do? Do you just stop taking drugs, Get or off do drugs. you burgle people's houses or mug you? Yeah. But that's Man. not really an excuse. Oh, th- I- are we going to rely on these people to just say, "Oh, that's not really an excuse"? Or no. Um, the other argument is, well, they shouldn't be spending the drugs; they should be spending on their family, because obviously, kids are the thing. Oh, oh, and I, I have been that, to the supermarket but- plenty of times where people are trying to sell their food cards. So I'm. I know that at some point in the doll. You get start getting given food cards instead of give like gift vouchers for worse and colds instead of getting straight money because obviously you're being abusing the system. I don't know why else they would get those cards and why they'd be trying to sell them to you at the the market. Um, but you know it's a big argument. I I I, th- I still feel like you know like to get the doll right, you have to prove that you're being applying for jobs. If you're a drug addict. You, you, you should still get the dog as long as you prove that you're going to drug rehabilitation classes, you know, and stuff like that. Um, Look, taking away people's money isn't going to be helping them. So, they need other forms of assistance. Mm. That's my belief. Yeah. But then my mum was like, these people just don't learn. You've got to give them the tough love and say you're not no. getting any money. Well, the tough love just makes people wind up on the streets. And, yeah, become homeless, become smelly people in your city or they mug you or break into your house. Yeah. Like... I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand that notion, but it's just, it doesn't work. And if someone's never going to get better or well, that's just like an expense that our society has to cover, that someone's never going to be self-sufficient and they will never clean up their act. We just have to assume that that's, that's just going to happen. We're trying to find something that's clinging, clanging. These are your rechargeable batteries, (coughs) I think, Campbell. Are they mine, are they? They They're in the amplifier for the microphone. Yeah, they are. Holy crap. Okay, well, that's probably. Oh, here it is. I found it. It's the zippers on a wine glass. (laughs) Zippers clanging. That was my question, mate. Fred, what is the sexiest art of science? That's a question that's been asked to me. By Jacinda De Hayes. Not of me. This is a question Not that's been asked me. to Fred because Fred didn't prepare his own question oh, okay. of the week. And Fred, what did you answer <laughs> earlier tonight? I answered butt signs, <laughs> but on the science of the outside of the butt, which I believe there is one. Proctology? Someone did a, sci- a study of what makes the best butt. What did they find out? Well, I'm gonna. Well, I have to Google it. it. Might take some time. Was it peer reviewed? <laughs> I think it was. And what was it? Just a guys, bunch of guys. I know on the uh, the dead or alive video games, they had a whole team that worked on the physics of breast bounce, and they had to they got in heaps of extras into you know do the motion (laughs) capture of breasts and stuff like that. And uh, apparently, I read a review about this guy. He said it was about the best job he's ever had (laughs) studying breast bouncing. Yeah, (laughs) of course he did. So, Fred, you think uh, Uh, maybe I don't? Maybe this article doesn't exist. Okay, so Fred's um, sexiest science. So I'm a hair man. Are you a butt man? No. No. You but what? You think that's the sexiest form of science? Yeah. I was being a bit silly. (laughs) But Fred's not into the inside (laughs) of your. So you're not going to say what? You're not going to reveal your. Why do I? I Probably physics. Is it astrophysics? Do you think physics is sexy? Yeah. So is going to be. Dinging in any second, sorry. I don't do physics! Ding! Oh. But I have a great butt. <laughs> Just not the inside <laughs> of the butt. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How far in <laughs> is the outside of the butt? There's a pretty well-defined inside and outside of the butt. I'm just asking. Can you define the where the outside ends for you for sexiness? <laughs> it's more the form of the butt than the like specifics of it. What's like a- big butts? I only trust men I cannot, who like big butts. I cannot. I cannot lie. I cannot tell a lie. Um. What about Kim Kardashian's butt? I knew, a, I knew a girl She's the butt. She's the butt of our age, isn't she mm. really? Fred? Yeah. This was on my Why show. Am I notes? No. What about um the princess's sister? sister? Yeah, she's probably the No. New no, way no she's like the white like Yeah, but her butt's more famous. Kim Kardashian's butt. Pippa Pippa Middleton. No, Kim Kardashian's butt's the most famous butt in the world. No, mm. I think Pippa oh, Middleton's well, butt's more famous. No, that was all like no. Cuz she's only famous for her butt. No. Whereas Kim Kardashian's famous for, like, maybe 1%. And a bit of porno. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's famous for a sex tape. Pippa Mill's famous for a butt. Only famous for a butt. Yeah, Yeah. but you know what that was? That was a whole bunch... Like, the context of that was lame. You don't think it was a nice butt? All right. She was surrounded by a bunch of, like, old ladies and Mm. children. (laughs) And she was, like, the one person that was, like decent looking, hmm. and was the even the tiniest bit, tiniest bit provocative with what mm-hmm. she was wearing. Not even a well, lot. Yeah, I agree. It was not an even amazing dress accentuated- And so dress people that flipped the shit out, and but, people that don't even like but butts I was, I were was like, it. oh, that's a butt. And all women who were like, oh, you men, you should like this butt. Yeah. Oh, and it's no. like- Mm, Don't no, be telling me what I should like to be in a fair, butt. To be fair, I was watching it live. <laughs> that was bullshit. I was watching the, the, it live, <laughs> that was, and I was that's like, like... Watergate. And I just said, whoa, that is a nice butt. And then when I and then I turned it off, because I didn't want to watch the ceremony, and just I came back the next day, the and the whole news was about her butt, not the actual that wedding. Was and I was like, wow, everyone agreed with me that that was a great butt. But I admit, it was a very flattering dress. It was an amazing dress that she was wearing. But she is famous for a butt, not... Kim Kardashian's famous for being in a, famous for a crappy her butt. sex tape. No, no she's it's famous for, for the her sex tape and being shallow. Subsequently show, she's she's got a whole show. I know, but it's mainly the butt. Mm. <sighs> I think Pippa's like Pippa's like But she's also famous because it's you know, people say, Oh, has she got implants? Has she not? Rather, yeah. no one questions that about Pippa Middleton. Nobody's even talking about Pippa anymore. <laughs> Who talks she's about a- Pippa? If we we talk about Kim Kardashian's butt. That she's only famous for a butt. People still talk about it a fair all bit. The time. Yeah, but that's than Kim Kardashian's all the time. always everywhere all the time. Yeah, Pippa this is, this is this is this is hype. This is I reckon this is wives and women going. That's who you should think is hot. That's what I, I, I thought think thought. They'd this be is. on Kim Kardashian's side because she's got the bigger butt. Yeah, but her butt goes to the other end. Oh, her butt goes. That to, her butt is the same same <laughs> sort of. Uh, it re- uh, kind of area, cultural region, is these guys with big rubber dongs that yeah, yeah, jet yeah. 10 litres of semen. That's where her butt's headed. And that's mm. too much. Women can't compete. Women can't deal. I did watch a documentary watch about Pippa a, a, just, oh, a Latino woman who butt, She's but, just um, so nothing, Pippa Middleton. I I, I watched the, a, 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 a documentary about a Latino woman who got butt implants because... Uh, basically, you know, she feels as a Latino woman that she has to live up to the expect- expectations yeah. of Kim Kardashian. And- yeah, well, look, when I was living in the Mission District, man, you'd walk down the street and there were stores. Mm. What's the Mission District? Oh, it just a, it's just like the Latino area of San Francisco, oh, basically. Yeah. And there are shops, you know, out on the windows. You know how we've got, like, Wonder Bras? Mm. Yeah. Wonder Butts, right? Mm. Padded butts that you'd wear under your dress, under your pants, give yourself extra booty. It was out there on the mannequins, you know? Butt bras sort of thing. It was a big <laughs> <Fun> thing. Butt bras? <laughs> I don't know what they were. <laughs> Spanx? But no, no! The spanks is the opposite. The <laughs> Spanx is like, yeah, yeah. given a Pippa style. No, this was like, no, but real juicy. No, it's like equivalent four. of Wonderbra, like, but... T- they're, not, they're tightening everything okay, up. Okay, okay. The Spanx is all about pulling everything in. This is about letting it all out. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't got enough to let out, it gives you more. But couldn't you just get a really big butt by eating lots of food? No, but you want the... T- Tiny waste? No, that just gives you cartilage, friend. Yeah, you want cellulite. tiny waste, James? fun you mean cellulite? <laughs> no, it means cartilage. cartilage. <laughs> oh, whatever, whatever, <laughs> same thing. Um, not really. The stuff in your joints, yeah, um, big clogged up joints. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like the, if you get the surgery right, you can't sit on your bottom for ten months. It takes ten months for it to repair after you've had the, all oh, the injections man. and stuff. So nobody's hitting um, that. Yeah, because it's like, you know, I, I know girls have had... They go to Thailand to get breast implants and they go away for three weeks and they can come back and as long as they hide their scars, they're fine. But with the butt, it's a much more serious operation, way more dangerous, and you you can't sit down. So, you have to get a standing desk if you work and you have to for um, butt always have to sleep on your stomach and not roll into your back. And But there's all those, there's all those like... Uh, Ghetto, it's a lot of work ghetto plastic It's almost surgery like where why do you just... Like inject hmm. All sorts of industrial oh, Chemicals Oh there's probably Cheaper the alternatives but... There's all sorts of Freaky stuff that's going on So there's this real division You watch a lot of films Or just a lot of media And it's like You know Does my butt look big in this <laughs> And then J-Lo came along Blew the lid off that Suddenly in popular culture The butt was big Ah, oh, She's not the first person To have a big butt She's the first To make it sexy Alan well, run Road Had a huge butt Relative to today's Oh, standards. well, you know, back in the day when real women had curves mm. and a nose job and bleached blonde <laughs> yeah. hair, you know. Did she have a nose job? Yeah. Huh. She was Jewish. Hey, you know what I just found out? Jennifer Aniston had a nose job. Have you seen her before? Yeah. Yeah, she had a big nose. What do you reckon? Jennifer Aniston or Angelina Jolie? I really... Jennifer Aniston is one of those actresses that just does absolutely nothing for me. Oh, on screen, Jennifer Aniston, but in real life, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, because I've hung out with both. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say, you know. Uh, well, you know, apparently Jennifer Aniston is a, is a chain smoker, and I would just be, mm. ugh, gross. You know, at least Angelina is trying to save the world with her UN and stuff. See, that's one of those other ones. This is the this is the Pippa thing. I think, even if Angelina wives and girlfriends are pushing Jennifer well. Aniston. Hmm nothing going on there yeah. it's the most boring person in the world so according to you wives and girlfriends just push boring not mine <laughs> I, <laughs> can i tell you something really <laughs> revelationary and you just won't you just disrespect me for this going on oh, that's, but that's everyone. when morning, i was maybe. a kid <laughs> when i was a kid and for the Did record you used to jerk off to murder she wrote <laughs> no no, when <laughs> not I was a kid, once. and for the Everyone record, did I did not watch sure. Friends, but Jennifer <laughs> Aniston was my imaginary friend. What? I don't even believe that. I don't know what to- She wasn't your- f- We're not playing one true lie. One true- No, friend. no, no. This is a real thing. She was my imaginary friend. And we, used ha- started we used to like hang out seven. all the time. Jennifer yeah, Aniston. I was like 11 years old or something like that. No, you... And, uh, um, but I, I've i been th- I've been thinking of writing like a movie based around that premise of having an imaginary friend of- oh, make who's sure a you famous... Don- make sure you don't put this podcast up because she won't want to be in your movies. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying like now that I'm older, I'm like, I wouldn't want Jennifer Aniston to be. So, you're going to uh, ask her to be in a film? No, but you- who, who would you want to have? To be my this imaginary my, this friend. That's my other question. Is who is a new you show d- with that guy from the IT crowd. Is someone's imaginary friend? Or Maybe someone's... All my, who do yeah. I want? Yeah. Who do I want to... But want? you know For me what, James? You could have someone you know what, famous. Jane, if you want a you famous... just imagine it <laughs> now. Of the... Uh, if you want someone famous of the sex you're attracted to to be your imaginary friend right now, who would it be? You mean like a sex... Like... A fantasy? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, no. No, no. Not... not so it can't be just like, oh, I want Alice Schwarzenegger, it could be cool to hang out, look. It has to be someone... Well, then what, am I <laughs> what, am I, what am I looking for in an imaginary friend? Yeah, I can't, I this, it can't be because I want to hang out with them or have sex with them. Uh, so what do you want? It- so like somebody I'm just like a bit passive-aggressive towards or something. Oh, okay, so what if they're really imagining, like? but you actually got to hear that person's real stories in real life and get to chat with them? You know, like it's not so who would you have to dinner but then it would be so it's, really like a co- it's like a psychic you're basically having a psychic connection to that person who do you want to have a psychic connection with fruit yeah. um, what female celebrity a female celebrity Yeah. <laughs> the phone's going to go any second <laughs> I don't know Kim Kardashian
1: oh. see what Jay-Z's
0: up to it's not Jesus, it's maybe Kanye Maybe Beyonce, weird. yeah. Kanye. You mean the other black. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Kim... Oh, he's with Beyonce. He's with Beyonce. Um, maybe Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce? What? She'd have funny stories, I guess. I, I don't get what I'm looking for in this person. Just to hear their stories and hang out. Yeah, like it's a friend. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> imagine. Oh, no, I so imagine, I have to imagine, to imagine. them exactly how they are, so they can yeah, yeah. tell me stories that I have to imagine. <laughs> no, 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 you imagine them like they, No one else can. <laughs> no one else can see them, but you get to hear the real thoughts. So, uh, the so real stories not, actually imaginary. Yeah. So too like who I want to talk to. No, well. They- uh, if, if if let's say that your imaginary friend is Beyonce right she could be for you <laughs> she's sitting right there this is so <laughs> so- but you have <laughs> <laughs> you have a psychic connection to the real Beyoncé, so you get the real answers to the questions. But we can't see it, so you will know the real, tr- you know the real truth to her relationship with Jay Z. But you would have to still have to convince it us <laughs> about- when you explain <laughs> because we can't see it. We think you're just crazy talking about. <laughs> 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 Who are we gonna think is crazy? <laughs> but vice versa, she'll be like. on her... <laughs> She'll be having dinner with Jay Z, and you'll be sat there. <laughs> but it's only stories that I've actually. She'll be like, your Jay Z. I've just got this new friend. of physicist from Australia. <laughs> he likes big butts." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going. Why not? What about you, Cam?
1: Christ. <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also their imaginary friend.
1: So, yeah, who would you, yeah. what
0: celebrity would you want to know all the stories about you, but no one believes when they tell them because they don't think you're real? <laughs> 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 That's exactly right. Uh, so, you, which so celebrity it's wants- kind of like something, it's a truth that you know, but you can never tell anyone else because, well, you could tell them, but they wouldn't believe you. Like maybe, maybe like Princess Ka- Kate Middleton. Yeah. You get to hear what's happening in the royal family all the what time. What happens when you two meet in real life? Yeah, self combust. I don't know. <laughs> With both your, but, uh, I'm assuming you're picking someone you're unlikely to meet in real life. But they might get intrigued by this. Well, that that'll be a, a good story. This is why them. I'm writing a movie about it. Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing, James. Who would you pick? <laughs> um. Well, I mean, there obviously the original idea spawned from Jennifer Aniston, and I think I would ideally pick, uh, like someone like Natalie Portman, like getting to, like, to hear about what it was like to work on the Star Wars films and working. With, George Lucas when, and not George Luc Lucas on the <laughs> MMA fighter. Yeah, does he have a daughter that's an MMA? Yeah, she's fighter? an MMA. Look George Lucas's daughter's like an MMA fighter. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, someone like that. But I, but I, I'm thinking for the movie, I would have to find someone more. Commercial. It's popular now, like Kirsten Stewart or someone like that, but who I don't actually like. I have no interest in personally. But for per- purpose of getting this movie out there, get to hear the stories of our pets and stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Campbell, your question of the week is. Yeah, my question of the week is: um, If you were tasked with. Oh, you want to ask? No, no, you can, you can read it. If you were tasked with creating a film version of any cult 80s or 90s IP, what would that be? Yeah. And I've actually answered this before. Probably, probably not on the question of the week, but I was looking through the... Because uh, every now and then I try and post highlights. And one <laughs> one highlight that I've got cut out, which I haven't posted yet on our SoundCloud, is um me... Can you post some in. more of those? Pardon? Post some well, more. Well, I try of- and post one every week. Okay. They're pretty good. But aren't? one I've got prepared for the future is one about me talking about Sequest. I <laughs> um, so reckon Sequest? That, w- If I was going to make a movie of some 90s property, it would be that. Um, probably Sequest, I think. What, what what about what 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 would you do? How would you how would you handle it so that it wasn't like a remake of the abyss, or it wasn't a remake? Like how would it be? Mm. What is quintessentially Sequest to you? Because well, it's okay, a okay. guy with well, this. Trans- this is something else I wanted to talk about, and I'm consuming, but I forgot about. And the cool. Camera this camera other show camera. I've been watching is called okay. Fresh Meat. Have you guys heard of that? No. It's like this British. TV show. Oh, I watched a few episodes of that. They yeah. go to college. Yeah, and it's got one of the in-betweeners, guys. Oh, yeah. and it's kind oh, it's like of- It's only joke, one of yeah. the in but it's kind of like the in go to college, but it's got- It's all these people, that li- uh, university students in England that live in a share house, and it's a big, old, weird, dodgy house. And I, I love that genre of film where people live in a big place and they interact like- um, Like um, Harry spirited Potter. Spirited away- I haven't seen Harry Potter. Uh, the young ones? Harry Potter. The you young love ones. love Harry Potter. It's about these this kids that go to a school of witchcraft and wizardry. It's <laughs> wicked. So they're learning magic spells and stuff and go through puberty. Yeah, that sounds like a bit too big. Like, this is. Ah, uh, smaller. Yeah. More like like I, I like you know, Fight Club, they have that big house that they okay. live in. The Hunt for beginning. Red October. it's in a little Yeah, sub. yeah. So uh, subquests is uh Quest is a similar thing, like there's you know, people living in this combined. Space. Of, I thought it was kind of like Star Trek in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. They like, like they travel yeah. around and they sort of explore mm. and there's like a little story every yeah. Week yeah, yeah. It's all about But they discovery. also Where's as it, it goes on really it starts horror. to get more Star Warsy, <laughs> like they develop subs that can go really fast in the war and they sort of so sort they're of having big sort of x-wing kind of battles and stuff yeah, yeah okay so sequest so you'd focus on the fact that it's like a the chemistry of that. the characters living in this confined who would space you want to cast it but it's you- like a city on it because it's such a big boat you kind of have a city and that's the same with like aircraft carriers today like there's three thousand people on board surely oh the story is happening on these aircraft carriers probably a yeah. lot of rape <laughs> <laughs> i'm guessing um Hazing, they call it. And it's in the future, sequence in the future, so, you know, it's 50% female, 50% male, so better demographics for that kind of stuff. Mm. What about butts? Where's the pop (laughs) culture on butts? Is Mm. it big butts, little butts? Where's your butt culture? Someone needs to make a plot of butts. I've also wondered, I've mm. also talked, I think on this podcast I've talked about, I wish there was more shows like Pleasantville where people get transported back to a certain TV show and live in the universe of that TV show. Might uh-huh. like be cool to go into the universe of like Seinfeld or like Gumby, but for TV shows. That'd be cool. Imagine jumping into an episode mm. of Murder She Wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could <rough> rub one out. <laughs> he could. Mm, yeah, yeah. Not me. Don't, don't. <laughs> wait, why am I the Murder She Wrote? <laughs> Wanker file. <No. laughs> <laughs> so, wait, what's your idea, Cameron? Um Yeah, I didn't really have one, but then I was, I was thinking today, I don't know if this really counts, but maybe uh, around the twist. All right. Yep. I don't but know. you could write books of the TV show. Yeah. Just keep it looping was backwards it? and forwards. No, no, and then round Twist is based on Paul Jennings' books. Yeah. yeah. And then it turned into a TV show. Then I might make it back into a books. But that'd be something that, it, I mean, that idea of these kids living in a lighthouse and like solving mysteries well, solving yeah. mysteries. It was just a crazy, oh, v- uh, crazy, we- <laughs> and there was no continuation of any of the. Oh, each season had like an overarching mystery. Yeah. Did it? No. Yeah. Different villains, like. Yeah, I guess it... D- <coughs> no. Well, one of them was that this ship was returning, and then the there was these- The first season there was, was Frankie J. Holden was the real estate agent. He yeah. wanted to yeah. demolish the yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. No, no, the- yeah, okay. But there were those ghosts as well, and they were always hearing that haunting music, and yeah, the ship yeah. was due to come in, and, and, like... Remember the episode with the clown? Hmm. Mm, Fuck off. Terrifying. You don't- oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's the mm of- that was terrifying, yeah. yeah. As long as it I, I-, I used to read the books as well, was, and the books every short story had different characters and I was yeah. always interested to see how they're going to translate it when they have to have the same characters each week, you know. Um, the TV show was amazing. I mean, I don't know. I was, I, I kind of came up with that question. I didn't mm-hmm. have an answer and I was like, well... I actually met the producer. Like, I remember that. That's yeah. one my favourite story. <laughs> and I was just like... Man, you realize your show, if nothing else, has the greatest theme song of all. Yeah, um, it pretty much does. I sing it quite regularly. Yeah. That's another thing. And Liz will get really sick of me singing that. <laughs> if I remember, James, future James, put the intro song as the, the round the twist theme for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd probably tackle that. Uh, Kids in a lighthouse. I Again, don't... people who live in this. In confined environment. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um you know, I mentioned Spirit Away? Like, I love that. Yeah. Like, that's in that one building. Yeah. And you've got sort of three age groups. You've got the older brother-sister that is sort of, like, they're same twins? age. Were they twins? Maybe they were. You've got uh, Bronson, yeah. Bronson, who's a little bit younger, and yeah. then you've got the dad. So, you can have, like... And then you've got Nellie. Was it Nellie? Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you've got, like... You can have, like, these levels of um, of content, I guess, where they're having different kind of tiers of adventure. And um, tackling it in different ways. And I love that this spooky shit happening. The other thing about... The, the one drawback of Round the was that some of the short f- stories in Paul Jennings were really... I found really unsettling as a kid. Yeah. Mm. I'd amp but up that a little when bit. when they have a TV show and they have familiar characters and you know they're going to survive yeah. the next episode, you didn't... You lost that a bit. See, I remember one Paul tall. Jennings... <clears throat> short story and I might have I, uh, everyone who I've spoken to about this one mm. tells me it wasn't a Paul Jennings story and I've made it up or I've read it somewhere else but it was about a kid who goes to a video store to rent out a video and it's a snuff film that does not sound <laughs> See, like See as soon as I say that everyone goes no, that no didn't I, happen. I, I would believe that and um, it turns out that the snuff film is of his mum getting killed like oh, he no, knows, no. Not like Saturday he, no, he knows that it's his mum in it, but that's why he keeps mm. renting it out to see her. I don't know where that I read that short so story. I read it in primary school, and it freaked me out. So maybe it was not a bookshelves. it's the kind of story where I remember one really scary story was some guy tries to prove that he's not scared of anything by sleeping in this haunted house one night, and yeah. everything goes crazy, and I was. Just- <gasps> yeah see I'd I'd probably like I like the idea of there being tears so maybe Bronson's stories are all really funny yeah 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 the twins have some stories that are really scary some that are funny and the dad has ones that are like maybe like really fucking intense Mm. but he's like dealing with all the really spooky ghost shit but then you could have like one episode where it flips it and Mm. Bronson has this like shit pants scary story and the dad has like a zany one where he like gets a boner (laughs) (laughs) And his dick's huge and he's spraying 10 litres of cum. <laughs> anyway, that's my idea. Round the twist. Twist it up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the so Have you ever, ever felt like this? <laughs> Straight things happen when you're going round the twist. Well, have you heard <laughs> the, the word about, about the bird and the, bird and the spider? <laughs> We go jiggle, inside, inside a- you. Yeah, I said, "Rain, rain, rain, go away, rain, go away, come again rain, another day." Hey, hey, have you ever, ever had luck like this? A- I don't know. A- have strange things happen? Are you going round the twist? So <laughs> <I've> read- <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. I would definitely not change a single thing about the theme <laughs> song, though. And it was actually sung. By the original Tamson. Yeah. Or, no, the actress was called Tamson, The original oh. girl. Yeah. Who had amazing hair. Man. If we, and if eyebrows. That amazing would be my eyebrows. eyebrows. That, was the, that would be an ultimate interview for me if we could track down the original actress. I had a huge crush on her. Yeah. I'd like um, to be her imaginary I, I heard last heard she lives, lives she in, in England, like. England. but um, Which one are you guys talking me about? West, I think her name. I don't remember. Tamsin what's West. Your, what's your show that you would have, Fred? 80s, 90s, whatever. Like, I don't, I is don't know. Is it Murder She Wrote? Sure. That was 90s. It was 80s. 80s, 90s. 90s. Just something from from when you were younger. And yet, what, you, you want to make a it, film version of it? Or, you know, take it on as a TV yeah, show, yeah. you know, like, readapt it. <clears throat> I don't know. I uh, can't really think of anything. Seinfeld? It doesn't need to be redone. Oh, but what about Twitter? It's changed everything. How would those guys react? Nobody would know. You guys, we can't know. Didn't keep up with Curb, did you? And see the Seinfeld reunion? No. I I don't know. I can't really think of anything right now. Something from my childhood. Back like What was your mice? favorite TV series? BMX Bandits. What Nicole Kidman? <laughs> I think I only really ever read the book of that. There's a book. I'm pretty sure there's a book in primary school. Wow. No. So, would you adapt it straight from the original source material? Yeah, uh, yeah. You w- you'd, like, skip the film no. straight to the book. Yep. What about uh, Saddle Club? Never read it. What about that? What was that one about the surfing high school? That's still on. Oh. Yeah, that, that one. That's the Sorry. one. That rounded twist girl. Yeah. Huge crush. I like she the other one better. She was in the clown episode. Terrifying man. I that think the other one's scary. What other one? Show me the other one. Um This one. Fred's showing pictures of the round the twist female cast members. That's not a very good photo. It's later episodes, man. Yeah, no, I remember the I, I remember the second know, one being awesome. a bit hotter, but the first one was well, something special about well, it. That yeah. was the thing. Yeah. yeah I think okay. the second one was more it, classically so. beautiful, but the first mm. one was the proper hottie. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> oh, not this. Where there, the, uh, <laughs> the. argument that started like 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, who's the hottie now next week? Let's find those actresses we, and see wasn't who's that, like, the hottie the now. This episode is the first time <laughs> yeah, that was the hottie how now? it started. That's, no, no. Right. Of, of the, the The characters that Tams and Weiss played. Oh, they're around the Twist girls. Yeah, yeah, Girls All right. Um, Ocean Girl. So you've, we've got a suggestion here. Oh, for- Fred would remake Ocean Girl. <laughs> I met the director of that. (laughs) Such a um, media feature. No offense to the director. It's well, he also he also directed. um, I remember watching the US. He's actually, you know, if I could, you know, I should get him on this podcast because he is. He's. I think he was born in America, so has an American accent, but he sort of his whole career has been in Australia, and he also directed um, Flipper, which um, the TV series of Flipper, which had. Jessica Alba in it when she was before she was like you know a megastar um, and he's a huge windsurfer that's why he's moved to Perth just to windsurf and direct you know Ship to Shore whatever. oh um, you wouldn't tackle Ship to Shore oh, James yes. no no he didn't he didn't do Ship to Shore but no I'm it, saying you wouldn't pick Ship to Shore to remake I would consider it yeah do yeah. you guys remember in primary school or high school when one of the actors from Ship to Shore gave, like, a motivational talk? Yeah, yeah, did yeah. Did that happen? Uh, Igor Sass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His daughter is the same age as us, and she's insanely hot. <laughs> Francois. Um, what? Is she the chick in the wheelchair? No. 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 Was she she on, met her Leavers, was on Leavers, remember? Ship to Shore, though, right? Yeah, but we met her on Leavers, remember, yeah. and we were parting of her. Um, but, you know, Alex... The older girl from ship to shore, right, Alex said he he was a Domino's delivery driver for ages, and he said he turned up in one house and met her, and she was like a heroin addict. Yeah. (laughs) Perth goss. Yeah. With James effects, Um... We've got a, a. Campbell, did you put this in here? The mo- What? A, a suggestion for Welcome to the Internet? Yeah, I mean, did we even. I don't think I was ever here for a Welcome to the Internet. Mm. Oh. This is one of James's segments. I think I listened in once. Oh, okay. And it was difficult. This is. So, way do you too- want me to read it or are you going to read it? No, I think you should you do well. What to the am internet. I reading? No, you you read this um email. Stand, so I only just noticed this then, so. Okay, you read the email ah, that um, this one. So, no, I think it's the next block ah. of text maybe. So a uh, film reviewer at which newspaper was it, sorry? Is it Roger Ebert? No, not Roger Early Ebert. Earlier this week, the perpetually entertaining film critic Roger Ebert no, he just reposted this story, oh, okay. essentially. Um, oh, a very discursive story from a film critic in Buffalo named Michael Buffalo. Caleri. Essentially, his edit- he writes film reviews, and his editor told him to stop reviewing all these feminist films with mm-hmm. strong female leads, and he won't publish any of them. And he asked for further clarification from his editor, and this email came through. Oh, right, and it says, below is the email received exactly as written. Here you go, James is going to welcome... T- this isn't technically welcome. And then we might internet, have to sign off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael, I know you are committed to writing reviews and put a lot of effort into them. It is important for you to have the right publisher. I may not be it. I have deep moral objection to publishing reviews of films that offend me. Snow White and the Huntsman is such a film. When my boys were young, I would never have allowed them to go to such a film, for I believe it would injure their developing manhood. If I... If I would not let my own son see it, why would I want to publish anything about it? Snow White and the Huntsman is trash, moral garbage, a lot of fuzzy feminist thinking and pandering to creepy Hollywood moors produced by metrosexual imbeciles. I want to publish reviews of films where f- women are alpha and men are beta, where women are heroes and villains and men are just lesser versions or shadows of females. I believe in manliness. Not even on the web would I want to attach my name to Snow White and the Huntsman, except to deconstruct its moral rot and its appeal to unmanly, perfidious creeps. I'm not sure what Headhunter has to offer either, but of what I read about it, sounds kind of creepy and morally repugnant. Of all the publications in the world who glorify what I find offensive, it should not be hard for you to publish your reviews with any number of these. They seem to like critiques from an artistic standpoint without a word about the moral turpitude seeping into the consciousness of young people who go to watch such things as Snow White and get indoctrined to Hollywood, to the Hollywood agenda of glorifying degenerate power women and promoting as natural the weakling. Hyena-like men, come eunuchs. (laughs) The male has lesser encouraged strength and power than female. It may be okay for some, but it's not my kind of manliness. If you care to write reviews where men act like good strong men and have a heroic, inspiring influence on on young people to build up their character, if there are such movies being made, I will be made to publish these. I am not interested in supporting the reversing of traditional gender roles. I don't want to associate the Niagara Falls reporter with trash of Hollywood and the ilk. It is my opinion that Hollywood has robbed America of its manliness and made us a nation of eunuchs who, lacking all manliness, welcome in the coming police state." Now I realise that you have a relationship with the studios, etc., and I would have been glad to have discussed this in person with you to help, this, help you seek into another relationship with a publication, but in so much as we spent 50 minutes on the phone from Paris, I didn't want to take up more of your time. In short, I don't care to publish reviews of films that offend me. If you cared to condemn the filmmakers as the pandering wheels as they are, true hyenas, I would be interested in that, Frank. That was difficult to read because it has the worst punctuation and yeah, it's yeah. apparently it's it's uh, you know it's been transcribed verbatim or mm-hmm. you know copied out exactly. Um, yeah, there's one bit that stood out to me, but I can't remember now. It's quite impressive. I don't know what to... S- <laughs> I know. What can you say to that? Guy's oh, just another. Yeah. But you know, welcome to the internet. Have you listened to the other Welcome to the Internet segments? Yeah, I thought I'd class it up with this. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> okay. I know. This is a very classy comment. Yeah. I, I did listen to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crusty semen oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whenever James mentions t shirts, that's all I can think of. Um, so maybe next week, James, if you want to bring back Welcome to the Internet. Um, and we should bring back Who's the Hottie Now? We should. Got to wrap up. Let's do that. Let's research during the week the the versions of that Round the Twist character. All right. And we'll report back. Um, Adios, dear listeners. Thank you for tuning in for another Fang. Thanks. And don't forget, you can find us at fangaround.com. All the information is there. List of mail segment, if you want to write us in and be part of our List of mail segment. Um, Also, on the host page or cast page, I'm not sure what I call it now. You can find links to all our websites. Um, uh, Thanks for tuning in. We'll uh, catch you later. See ya. Bye.